the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. To the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Confucius, aka LeBron traded me too, aka you niggas in Atlanta cannot drive, aka that's all I got. I couldn't think of one. I had some, but I, I lost it just that quick, but it's fine. Um, my all my usual friend and co-host is under the weather. Candace is out. Um, this episode, she is, she her 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 London and Mike. She said the whole damn house is under the weather, so she is on injured reserve for this episode. But I'm not alone because it is our third friend and co-host monthly. So I mean, I guess hey, well, won't he do it? He is our own time god. But um, yeah, our boy Curtis is here to fill in slash be here anyway. So go ahead and t- talk to the people, Curtis. What's up, niggas? Uh, it just so happened to work out. I was already going to be here. You know, we got the contracts worked out for this episode, but Candace was like, hey, can you fill in for me? I was like, well, I was all, you know, I was already going to do that because that's how I am. But <laughs> anyway, it's your boy Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, a.k.a. Coonloaf, a.k.a. Pretty Black, a.k.a. To My Gaze, Let That Verse Hurt Go, <laughs> a.k.a. Team Dry Genitals for Valentine's. Yo, now, I'm in the spot. Speaking of verse hurt, did you hear the the last episode of the read? And then I did, I did. And it was so funny because the last episode of my show, we were talking about that, and I was, I was saying something about um, you know, some of y'all gays out there, y'all use verse as a stepping stone to to bottom, and that's why these bottoms out here mad because y'all be lying. But at the same time, y'all bottoms be out here with all these ridiculous lists and criteria of what a, what makes a top. You know, and it's so funny to me to hear women or hear like lesbians or whoever, anybody that's really not a gay man, listen to that shit and be like, what is the big deal? Who cares if he bends over for somebody else? If he's willing to bend your dumb ass over, what are you upset about? Right. And I was like, she yeah. She was so confused. She was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was rightly confused, as was I. Now, the only thing I, because I, I listened back to it twice. And a few things were clear. The only thing that I would have said that young man was justified, I guess, in being mad about is the dude told him he was a top. And so that I could see you supposed to be a top. Not only are you supposed to be a top, you arrange a threesome with the dude that tops you. And now he in here looking crazy because he thought he was getting he was double dipping and you trying to to hide the fact that he fucks you. And it's just that I could understand being mad about. Cause I'm like, you done fucked this up to the point where this man, he ain't even hard. Any, what are we talking about? It'd be your own community. You know what? I don't. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm trying y'all. I'm trying. <laughs> I am I'm here for the community. I'm trying to foster these, these conversations, but 
sometimes it's just so nonsensical that you just looking at that shit like what is y'all already complain that there's nobody out here to fuck you then you got somebody that is fucking you and you mad that somebody else is fucking him are you gonna fuck him if not what are you complaining about like what is going on like y'all want y'all cheeks clapped so bad but y'all make every excuse for a nigga not to be able to do it i have confusion <laughs> i am confusion gays explain explain i am confusion <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Curtis, I love you. I swear. <laughs> anyway, pay the damn bill so we can get into this shit. Got my blood pressure the hell up already. This <laughs> is a whole other damn show, right? <laughs> Shit. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, speaking of, like Curtis said, paying the bills. You are listening to a CSPN production. You can go to our website, CSPN.us. You can click that podcast tab and click Ratchet Ramblings and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you like what we got to say about these reality TV shows, you can share the show, like the show. You can leave us a rating on our website, or you can also leave a rating and review however you listen to your podcast through your podcast listening device, um, Apple um, iTunes, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves these days, it's still the biggest platform and medium. So go ahead and leave us a review, a rating. Uh, please, no more one star woes. Um, but and also to help us out and support us, you go to our website um, and click that keep our podcast free tab and shop with all of our many sponsors. And every purchase that you make with our sponsors through our website will give the boss man and CEO Classic a portion of the brick keep the lights on to pay for bandwidth and all that um, great CEO um, stuff that he does behind the scenes. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like a lima Rita and some fresh chick- chicken from Publix. <clears throat> and you being generous with yourself this week. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. More like some hog malls and, and moonshine. <laughs> 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 some goddamn pork rinds with hot sauce on <laughs> Some hot Cheeto puffs. <laughs> Right, shit. Some <laughs> muffler backshot, maybe. All right, all right, all right. Nigga talking about some margaritas. We're trying to be fancy and shit. <laughs> well, you know, I am a, a, a fancy hood. Oof. Okay, so we just, you just gonna get my blood pressure up and you gonna sit up here and lie? I don't pay that I am. Any other day that I'm a regular. Oh, oh, okay. It's the I'll first of the moon. Okay, I get it. Right. Right. I get it. You got a you got a few nickels in your little bank account, and now you smelling yourself just like a nigga. Just see, you got to see where I'm going with it, Frank. You got to see. You got just to see. like a nigga. Meanwhile, I got a couple of cents in my bank account, and I'm like, don't nobody ask me for shit. <laughs> it's like they can tell when you get paid too. As soon as I get paid, your new your next bill is due, bitch. I just paid the bill three days ago. Why right. you already telling me about more money? I just paid y'all. It's like right. they got monitors. They know when you get paid. Oh, right. he got. The, oh, he got some money now. We got to catch him. Here's a friendly reminder. Fuck y'all. Right. The shit that get on my nerves is when you just pay the shit, and then like a two, like a couple of days later, they immediately like email you when your next bill gonna be. Exactly. Due. Like, That's what I'm saying. That's exactly that. Right. That and the other thing that irks my nerves, and then we gonna get into the shit because we on another tangent. But for some reason, when I pay the bill, and then they email you like, "Thank you for your payment," I'll be like, "Bitch, suck my ass. Fuck y'all." <laughs> I'm sick of y'all shit like right. I need this email so I have proof that I paid or whatever but y'all don't have to be jolly about taking my motherfucking money alright right like bitch I don't like 
Like, bitch, I don't want to pay y'all, but I have to pay y'all for the necessities and the utilities that I need to survive. Right. And that's if I didn't have no motherfucking trouble with the shit that month. And don't get me started on insurance because I don't get nothing from you bitches. <laughs> insurance is a scam. It's so. a mother. Anyway, 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 what are we starting with? Um, so with? this week in reality TV, um, it didn't give us um it, it didn't give us it didn't give us theater. It gave us um it, it gave us ROTC awards, really. It didn't give us theater, but... You know what it gave us? It gave us uh, white people covers from the black guy who tips. That's there what you it go. gave us this there, week. There you go. Shout out to Rod and Karen. Not too much. Not too, too much. I like that show. I like them. Right. There you go. There but you yeah, go. it didn't give us theater. It didn't even give us Chitlin Circuit, y'all. It didn't give us school pageant play. It was like most of the shows I was watching, and by, by the last 25 minutes, I was struggling to pay attention. But... We're gonna get these jokes off regardless. So I think we should start with um with love and hip hop. Both of them are well, yeah, we can not go ahead and knock yeah, both. We can knock both because love and hip hop Miami. I mean, I feel like Miami is still the reigning champion currently, but it was a you know, so it was a kind of a filler week. It wasn't as yeah, yeah. Big of a week. You know, not every episode can be can be uh super dramatic and all that because you get right. burned out quickly. Like I feel like they kinda are doing this smart because the first two episodes of Love and Hip Hop Miami was so much, it was easy to get burned out quickly. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pace yourself through the right. season. Right. Now, right. that being said, Love and Hip Hop, New York. Uh, I wish we could put that shit on the, on the sick and shut in list. Like, listen, solicit somebody that we need to get. Like, it needs the Kevorkian treatment at this we, point. I just. You know, we need what well, we need for Love and Hip Hop New York. We need the, that damn um, medium lady from Real Housewives. To, to to come and just cycle through that shit and just get it the fuck out of here. Like no. we need to treat we need to treat Love Hip Hop New York like that damn lady treated Ken Zosiak when they had that damn elephant room shit. That's what we need. That's I, what we need. I don't know what we need. Like I don't know. Y'all need to go. I don't know. Like bring Yanla on the show. I don't know what they need. <laughs> they need help. Is what they need. I you bring, so wait. You want to bring a chain chomp to Yandis bundles? Is that what you telling me, Curtis? That sounds more fire to me than what they're giving us. Well, you know, that is actually fresh. Oh, God. I just, I the visual- imagine Ayala yelling at Mariah Lynn. D- and, nigga. And uh, what's the other girl named Bree? Not Bree. Uh, yeah. Bianca. That, you, that, that is hilarious. And I hate you for that visual. But, nigga, imagine, <laughs> imagine her trying to counsel Anais, nigga. Right. Imagine her talking to Rich. You know what? No, because Rich had his mom. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, Rich. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Love and hip hop. So, first and foremost, um, it's always a little jarring to watch the show when you've seen some of the events roll out in real time, and then you see the behind the scenes, and you're like, "Oh, is this how you?" Mm. Mm. I see why it came out the way that it did. So, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, Remy, uh, they showed her shooting the video for her song. What's it called? Uh, the song that she had with Lil Kim. Oh uh, shit! Wake me up. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I... No, you're right. You you said it. Wake me up. Yeah. So y'all can tell by how that just happened that how that happened. Right. Um, but they showed them shooting the video, and she's like, "This video got to be super fire," and na 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 na, and na na. And I'm like, "Okay, so you gonna do the same tired ass shit and be behind the wheel of a expensive car, rapping your bars, and what else?" And then right. you didn't have Lil' Kim in the video. And so I'm just, again, I have confusion because they say that the song was hot and da 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 and it's doing so well. And I was like, where? In Narnia? Like, I, you know what? I, still, I don't remember anybody talking about that song. Like, 
except for like a day or two, and they were like, "So this is all that Lil Kim could give." <laughs> right. I, be, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I still ain't heard the damn song, and I have no intention to listen to it. So I listened to it a couple of times on repeat, and I will say this: like, it's it's not that Remy didn't do a good job. I guess it's just that. The song uses a sample from uh, Lil Kim's song from her first album, Hardcore, uh, Queen Bitch. It used, and it's the same sample from Mary J. Blige and Lil Kim, I Can Love You. Right. But just, You would have expected more from Remy and Kim. No, because that that beat is fire. Like, that beat is always going to be fire. When you hear that... When you hear that, you'd be like, oh, shit, let me get the fuck up. The problem i had with the song and i could be you know it's my it's my opinion like y'all say on twitter is that remy didn't do anything with it like she used the same rap style that kim used on the song and it's like you have kim on the song you're using her sample you don't need to rap like she did like remy should have brought her own style to it and i would have been able to fuck with it more and then i don't know what little kim was going through little kim was on the damn song Sounding like her mouth was wired shut or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant by you expecting more. Not that the production wasn't good, but like... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. hard to fuck up that beat. Right. But I just felt like it wasn't Remy. I felt like it was Remy being Kim versus Remy being Remy on the song. And Kim not being in a damn like Kim just being there so she won't get fined. Right, exactly. But anyway, I was just like, I didn't... I don't know. I feel like they could have kept that, especially since, well, at least that seems, especially since like most of it was the drama that was centered around in a uh, Saint, Mar- uh, was it Saint Marine? And there was Saint Martin. Saint Martin, my bad. Yeah. Uh, Saint Martin, and since Remy didn't like, not saying keep Remy out of it because Remy actually, God bless Remy because she keep doing charity work, and we'll get to that in a little, a little later. But I, 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 I guess I don't know. I guess like we didn't really need to see like that part. Like you could have. Well, I, you know what? I disagree because one of the things that we always or that people always criticize these shows about is that we don't see them actually working on their career. We see a bunch of mess and drama. We see their relationship drama, but we don't see them hardly ever in the studio. We don't see them shooting videos. So I'm okay with them, including it, because that's something it's love and hip hop. So to see the hip hop element is cool. It's just that it was boo boo. Yeah, that's a good point. I I retract on that. That's a good point. You know, and plus, with everything else that was going on, it's like they didn't really have much choice if they wanted to be able to insert Remy into the show, into this episode. With what was going on later in the episode, with her conversation with Mariah Lynn, it doesn't, it didn't feel so left field because we had seen Remy earlier that episode. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It just was. But what what was presented with to me, in my opinion, was still boo boo. Like I just feel like. Yeah, I really, didn't do better. I don't know. Like, she need a better. I don't know. She needs like a creative director, or I don't know what she needs. But I just feel like she has the talent, but it's just not coming together. I don't feel like she has the right people around her. I agree because it takes more than talent. Like, yeah, I agree. as much as we go up for Beyonce, Beyonce has an amazing. She has assembled an amazing team around her that helps her get that stuff done. Like, she's not doing it all by herself. Right, she has the Avengers around her. Right, and it because you can look at people that are, that are talented, and you wonder why they flop. And it's like because the team that the things that they that the team has put together is boo boo. Look at Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, one of the biggest stars on the planet. Even she had a flop period. Hell, she might be flopping now. I'm not sure. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, enough about Remy because we need to get to Saint Martin. They were fighting in Saint Martin, y'all, and I don't get it. Like Saint Martin, even after the hurricanes. 
blew through was still beautiful. Like I really need to get on my grown man shit and I need to experience places like that in my life. Right. Because that shit had me feeling surreal. I was like, ooh. Right. And I'm my ass is sitting here and goddamn the 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 wonderful atmosphere of of Georgia. So I was just right. like, oh I was like, ooh, just drag me by my do rag. Hello. But uh, uh Nick uh, okay, so who are we talking about first? Because there's a lot that happens. It, it is. It's. I, I, I'm so goddamn tired of Anais. I really am. I do not like. I don't, her. You know, I. Mm, I don't get it. I just. I, I like she really y'all and y'all. I know y'all talked about it a little bit last week because that was the main part of it. But we saw the continuation of it this week. Like, not only did you go on a charity trip trying to have a vacation, then when they po- when they pulled your whole card. You got mad and you doubled down in the shit. Right. Like, I don't, and I was like, bitch, are you stupid? Right. Like, what is like you do you do you know how much it irked my soul to be like, yeah, Yandy and Jonathan are absolutely right about you. Like, bitch, you wildin' right now. Like, what you doing? Right. And the fact that she wouldn't even listen to Jonathan. Right. Is what made me. I was like, okay, so what is this bitch on? Right. Like, listen, there's a lot of shit this season that you can call Jonathan out on. But in this situation, and that damn he was absolutely one hundred. He was doing what something that Remy uh, told Mariah Lynn later on, which we'll get to. He was being a friend. He was like, "Listen, bitch, you my friend. I love you, but you wilding right now. You wrong. Like, what are you doing? Like, and I mean, part of that, of course, was to save face because he specifically invited her. Right? Nobody checking or thinking about no raggedy ass Anais to go do." Charity work in St. Martin, especially he when, was like, "Oh, I got the perfect motherfucker to come with us," and the, and now you bring this bitch and she don't want to do no fucking work. Right. And my thing is, nobody's saying that you can't enjoy yourself. Of course, if you even if you're doing charity work, if you go somewhere like that, you're gonna take time to enjoy yourself. But that's right. not the. Re- but when it's time to work, put your motherfucking gloves on and come over here and help us. Right, because that's what that's in this episode. That's what they did. Like after they worked the previous episode, they played. They enjoyed themselves. But bitch, you came there like it was a motherfucking um a, a tour of Disney World. Like no yeah. motherfucker, she they came to that. work. It was it's for it's. I, I can't I can't think of it, it was either Yandy or Juju or Jonathan or shit. Or maybe all three of them. Like I said, we are there to help and we are there for the people, not for our enjoyment. We can do that later, like when right, like we're here to help people, and you right. know that trying to act brand new. Oh, I thought this was a vacation, bitch. No, you didn't. Like, please uh-huh. cut the fucking shit. Uh-huh. Like everybody is working, and then here come your dumb ass lounging like LL Cool J featuring fucking total. If you don't get the fuck out of here, right? Like shit. That's why Ruben want to get rid of your ass. With <laughs> good reason, and that's why Rich. Sugar ass is done with your ass too. Like right, you're ridiculous like, for no reason. Right. And do you know how you know how trash you gotta be for a nigga like Rich to be like, nah, I'm good. We're gonna get we'll get into that later. Right, because he I ain't gonna lie, Rich had his moments this episode. He did. Oh, he had well, he was the he was the victim of some moments. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so I, just, I do not like Anais. Like Mona, yeah. let this be let this be her first and last time on yeah. the show. This, she's not she's not likable. Like she is not we like- have yet to see her do any fucking music. Right. We have yet to see her perform anywhere. Right. But somehow, somehow her Sylvester Stallone looking ass is always in the middle of some shit. 
Right, always. Right. You know how we're mad at Ruben because he wants you to act like you got. He want a he want a fair deal in his marriage. It's like if I'm paying for your career, the least you can do is be a fucking wife. Right. We all married. I'm not saying you because most niggas wouldn't be letting her do half the shit that she doing. Exactly. Especially if you ain't blowing up on the billboard charts and shit they'd be like well bitch if you're not gonna be on the charts and you're not gonna be in the studio you can be at home in this kitchen or in this bed right at least be on the couch eating bonbons like peggy bundy shit right see you she she she, she you she might need to be a hit bitch shit to do some constructive she fucking around she gonna be a hit bitch <laughs> yo because i thought juju was finna put hands and feet on her no i knew juju wasn't gonna put hands and feet on her but i i was Expecting Juju or somebody to be like, sweetie, if that's how you feel, you can leave. Like, we don't, we don't need you here. And to be quite honest, nobody thought about you when we booked this, so your presence is no longer required. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Right, you are dismissed. But yeah, I just, I, I do not like Anais. I really don't like. I There's she, nothing to like about her. There's nothing is, to like about in, her. In my opinion, she is one of the worst additions to any of the love and hip-hops, in my opinion, in recent memory. She is one of the worst. Maybe not the worst, but one of the worst, because there's nothing, there, there's nothing, like you said, there's nothing likable and nothing redeemable that I want to see from her again, like, ever. And the thing about it is there are unlikable and unredeemable people on these shows, but they at least bring something. They bring drama. They bring something. And right. Ice brings literally nothing. Exactly. Nothing but nothing but up there sounding like she got syrup on her goddamn tongue. Listen, sounding like she chewing fucking peanut butter. <laughs> Her mouth get to moving like Mr. Ed, and I'd be like, here we fucking go. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> you are so stupid. She get on my nerves. Exactly. Oh. So, um, this whole... Go, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, this whole thing with uh, Cayenne and... Um... Cause I get them confused. It's Cayenne, Jaque, and what's the girl name? Bree. Bree. Yeah, Bree the broke. Okay, cause I get Bree and Bianca confused if they're not in the scene together. Right, cause like what Candace said, like that Bianca, uh, Bree is Bianca stunt double. <laughs> I, truly, like it was a couple episodes ago when y'all said something. I was like, that's not the same person. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I only know them apart when they're in the scene. Anyway, right. so um. I, Kayan is just she is she is she is so crazy. As I'm, I'm gonna say something. It may be an unpopular opinion, but hear me out. Okay. So we watched the episode. We saw Jacque invite Bree mm-hmm. kind of under false pretenses. Right. Y'all love to do that shit, and then right. we're sitting here looking crazy when they go left. But it's like that's what happened when you when you misrepresent things to people. Anyway. So they sitting there talking, and he's like, "Well, this is my my sis, and Cayenne is my lady. I want y'all to get along." So in walks Cayenne, and they, you know how they do, they start posturing and posing and start talking shit, and it's like, "Right, and a bitch take her purse off and sit down, damn." <laughs> right. So they start arguing, and and what are they arguing about? Instagram, and I just, right, I just I just can't see in real life or fake life. Like the, the Matrix <laughs> going to a restaurant, whether it's in San Martin or whether it's in San Diego, and arguing with the motherfucker that I don't actually know about some Instagram comments. I just, I that it does not compute. I don't understand. 
I like unless you threaten me or you threaten somebody that I love, like if I feel like you might actually do bodily harm, then yeah, we got a lot to discuss physically. But you getting on there and be like, who is this bitch? Don't nobody know her. And I'm like, well, obviously you know me because you're making a video about me. So what is there to argue about? Anyway, so they start arguing and Cayenne says, she asks her a question. Like, did you say something like that? Did you say this? Put it on something that you love. Bree says, I put that on my grandmother. And Cayenne says, well, your grandmother's about to die. And then everything went left. And maybe because I, because I pay attention to the conversation and I know that words mean things like everybody took it as if she was threatening her grandmother. And I'm like, but you just promised on your grandmother that what you were saying was the truth. And now she said it in a very callous way. But if you tell me, if I say, put it on, put it on something you love and you say, I put it on my grandmother and I know your ass is a motherfucking lie because they just showed the receipt. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Of you lying. And I say, well, your grandmother's about to die. Send her her roses. That's not, you, you know, I get it. It's easy to take out of context. But to me, K- K- Kiara didn't. Re- I can't, well, where the hell I get Kiara from? Diane Pippa. <laughs> right. She didn't really say anything that was wrong because you the one who brought your grandmother into it. And then you still lying. Now, yeah. again, like I said, the, the, the delivery was trash. Like yeah. she definitely could have said that a better way. But for her and Jaquay and everybody that heard about it to be flipping out like, oh, she threatened your grandmother. You you know, you got to go get her fitted for some Kevlar. It's like, no, that's not what happened. That's the that's the first time this episode there was something that was dealing with Bree's grandmother that was taken out of context or taken the wrong way. I actually don't disagree with you because I looked at it and what what well I agree with you. Like Cayenne's delivery was trash because she tried to be smart, which she actually, she actually. Cayenne's problem in that instance is that she was too smart for Brie. Brie was too dumb to understand what she was saying. There you go. There you go. Because, like you said, because she basically like pulled her bluff. Because what it was is, and VH1 pulled the tapes. The reason Cayenne has an issue with Brie is because Brie, like you said earlier, Brie was just like. On, on IG just talking shit talking about girls. Shit. And right. I'm sorry, let me say this. I'm sorry, but for anybody listening and for these reality TV people and these Instagram uh, videos, quote-unquote personalities, getting on Instagram and saying, who is this person makes you look the fuck stupid. You look stupid. If you are addressing somebody, you know who the fuck they are. That's true. And you saying, who is this? Who is this? It's not going to make them look any less than because we can see it's a whole person. So what right. are you even talking about? So for Brie to do all of that and then lie about what she said on Instagram, then try to flip that long ass table. And I think in one of those, at least in one of those videos, I remember that she said something alluding to the fact that Did she something with Kaya and Say what? Something about her, 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 her her kid or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. So I understand why Cayenne has issue with, with Brie. And, and my I thing just, is, Cayenne was, to me, she was very calm because most women that I know, sh- you say right, something you say about a so. child and it's on site. Right, right. So I, like I say, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I, I agree with you in thinking that 
and like Kyan was smart, but she was too smart for Brie, and Brie yeah. was too dumb to understand yeah. what the she, she was wasted doing. some good shade on. And that's the yes. see, that's the thing with shade. You have to know your audience because if your shade is too intelligent for your audience, it's gonna be wasted because they're not gonna get it. Exactly. And that's, that's I'm, and that's I'm, I'm not saying. Oh, go ahead. I was going. I'm just going to say. I'm not saying that Bree is a dumbass, but she um, was too dumb for that little shit. That went over her head, and I'll right. leave. That's it. why. All the, that's why on Real Housewives of Atlanta, everybody be uh, shade and portion. She don't catch on. Right. So, but yeah, I de- I definitely agree. Like, I didn't take it as Cayenne was talking about her her grandma. It was more so like Bree, like you a bold face ass lie because right. She and, called her bluff. She was like, put it on something that you love. Right. You did. You continue to lie, so I'm pulling your your bluff. Right. That thing that you just put it on is now in jeopardy because you still lying. Right, and then it's and then she got big and bad, and like it took all her strength to try to flip that goddamn table. that long ass seventy foot table. Like, what were you thinking? Like, are you stupid? Are you the yes. fuck okay? No, the fuck you not. And that, then, you know what? That's the first time because in all of the fights that Bree has. Either been a, been a part of that was the first time where it actually looked like she was doing some shit, even though she wasn't. Because any other time, aka was, the first was, time she ain't got her ass whooped. Is exactly. What you're because because I, I'm not even gonna say I know we don't like her, um, and for good reason. But that shit that she tried to pull with Mariah Lynn at at Snoop um damn shoe party, she mm. started that shit, and I did, and I and I she started that shit for no reason. And I honestly believe I don't like you said Mariah Lynn ain't no real bitch, but neither is Bree. So that would have been a wash in my opinion. Right, and that's the main thing. Like <clears throat> a bitch that's not a real bitch, she know a bitch that's less real than she is. So of course Mariah Lynn was gonna be all now. Mariah, the problem with Mariah Lynn is she ain't no real bitch, but she don't hundred percent know that she's not a real bitch. So she's still gonna try it with people that she shouldn't. Right. But in instances where she knows she got the advantage, she gonna press it. She's not gonna be. But anyway, so that whole I, I actually felt bad, bad for Jaquay because he was trying to get them to stop and they just in there yelling. And even though you agree to be on this show and you know what it is, it's still got to be embarrassed. And then you in a whole nother country. That was my thing. I'm like, we in a whole nother country. If y'all bitches don't calm the fuck down, because when they if they come in here with some handcuffs, you y'all on your own. You better hope Mona got a good legal team. Right. Good the hell look, everybody. No, good luck specifically to y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, but that goddamn Cayenne, she ran. She was fighting the damn. Yo, and then and then that was when I was like, okay, too much, too much. When right. she I get that she was upset, but, but it looked like oh, what was, mm, she, what was, she was it, Hey, she was running from the goddamn security like speed goes on. <laughs> she was all on the beach running. <laughs> And I was like, it's over. Like, why are you still yelling trying to get to this girl? It's over. Here it is between y'all. What you think you're gonna do? You're gonna do you're gonna go run around on the beach and get to her from the backside? Like right. yo, she thought she was Michael Jackson and remember the time she was gonna dissolve into the sand. She really did. She really thought she was she's like, No, I'm a, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I can get around these motherfuckers. And it was like, What are you doing, sis? What are you doing? Look, she thought she was gonna hit find a hidden spring in the beach and <laughs> She was gonna hop over there to get the brief. Jaco, Jaquay, Jaquay. Yeah. Now, mm. now let me say this. Mm. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> please, um, send help and help me understand because I don't get it. I'm looking at this nigga, <laughs> and I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. 
<laughs> Let me tell you what will never happen in my lifetime. You will never see me fighting and yelling and screaming and running on the beach barefoot and doing the most over an ugly nigga. That's just not. I mean, you're not gonna see me do that over a fine nigga. You damn sure not gonna see me do it over no ugly nigga. That is that's your, like I, I, I listen. I I see it from Jacquez's perspective. I don't see it from Cayenne's. Right, of course we see it from Jacquez. But I mean, he's I so mean, we the body and I was about to say we did completely honest. I didn't see it from Sophia the body's uh, perspective because I'm like, mm. I mean, like well, I mean, either that because she was a homosexual. So, well, that's true. That she is true. But I'm I just don't get it. So. uh Speaking of his ass, so his ass after that whole debacle, his ass go. Oh, so we talking about the behind the scenes stuff first? I, I'm de- depending on what you found out about later. Okay, so after all of that, he has to quote unquote clear his head. He go talk to his boys. Allegedly, he was saying that when they were about to do some stupid shit, <laughs> right? And so next thing you know, we find out later in the episode that Anais, oh handsome squibber looking ass. <laughs> Spent the night in Jaquay's room with him because he was gone out of the room, and so Kiara went and got her own room, which made no fucking sense to me at all. Like, why would you spend somebody's money? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't your money. Right. Like, go get a separate room. Like, you could just stay in the room, especially if you wanted to confront. The- anyway, so <clears throat> he, uh, so he invites Anais. They run into each other in the hallway. Right. Quote unquote. Allegedly. And they spent the night talking and smoking hookah in his room. Right. Uh, then we find out later that she she showed him her pussy, but he they didn't do nothing. But he declined, which honestly I believed him because same. same. And I, he, sweetie, you not all that. You just not. You just. I mean, not. I mean, she looked she looked like a Yu Gi Oh card. So there's that. She just. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like she she looks she 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 looks like a blue eyes white dragon. That's rude. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, so so then we get back to this timeline and Cayenne. Was it Cayenne or was it? Uh, yeah, it was Cayenne. She goes to Mariah Lynn's room. Mariah Lynn in there sitting in there like she ain't got no friends. <laughs> Push me to the edge, all my friends. <laughs> and she done went and got her hair corn rolled, and it was just like. Right, she it's why you ain't got no damn friends. Right. She thinks she just a Timberlake. Because you just like the most cliche thing you could have done on the island, that's what you go do. Right. But anyway, would, this ain't about white this. women with braids. I would right. But I would say this. She shocked the hell out of me because she I I did not see her telling Cayenne that her approach was wrong. I did not see that. I thought she was gonna go full. You didn't know nah, you weren't wrong, sis. Da 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 da. Like yeah. I, I did not see that from Morale in. I was like, is this growth? Um, it's a different writer. Because <laughs> you know, growth is a pattern. It has to be established. So that is, is actual factual. For right now, we're gonna say it's a new writer. You know, they went and got somebody that's a little bit more enlightened. Right. And right. gave them some nice lines instead they of got some somebody lines. They got somebody from Very Smart Brothers. Right. <laughs> right. You know, they got somebody from The Root. Right. Um, not BuzzFeed, though. Not BuzzFeed. No, not BuzzFeed. Um, so then, yeah, so she tells her basically, it was like, uh, sis, you could have possibly been wrong. But again, right. it was the same thing. It was like, you know, they 
they were taking they basically were taking it out of context and they weren't taking yeah. the whole thing that she said right again because the way she said it was fucked up and it's like that's what that whole that you know i i hear that and i i refuse well that may be generous i was gonna say i refuse to believe that none of them on that cast could understand that except for kiara i mean cayenne why well, i keep calling her kiara whatever um, here right i at first i was gonna say i refuse to believe that cayenne is the only one that understood that but then when i think about this cast I, she may be the only one that truly understood what she was saying. I, Remy probably would have understood what she was saying. Remy would have understood. You're right. Remy. Remy. Pap. Um, Remy, Pap. Maybe probably Snoop. Rich. Probably Rich. I don't know. Rich. You don't think Rich would have understood that? I, I feel like Rich would have bypassed understanding in order to be sympathetic to some titties. <laughs> you know what? Valid. Valid. You know, I just Richie is valid because at you know at the beginning, end, and midday, he always on that creep shit. So yeah, yeah, I I I think he's intelligent enough to that he would have understand it, he would have understood it, but he would have turned he would have found a way to creep it out. So yeah, but But anyway, yeah, yeah, you know, as as much as I get on her, I think Yandy would have understood it too. Um, you. You just being nice on tonight. But I mean, she understood the 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 next one that was taken out of context later in the episode. Well, Juju was there though. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe that was it because Juju. I don't know. I just feel like Yandy don't understand bundles, so I'm not gonna give her the understanding of of words and phrases and whatnot. I'm I'm not able to do that on on this recording. You know. Yandy don't Yandy don't understand marriage and what it actually means. So <laughs> well shit. You no. Know, I just I'm unable to do that. So I'm not I, I can't rock with you on that one. We are spirituality. Right. I'm a spiritual wife. She on that brandy shit. Anyway. The spirit of a wife. <laughs> right. Yandy walking in the spirit of a wife. To a damn con anyway anyway <laughs> off topic um so mariah lynn i guess she hit allegedly hit jaquay up when cayenne said she was coming to the room which means the producers were like this is the time that you go into the room right <laughs> so he goes in there so they can talk and they talk and squash it out or whatever they squash it which made no sense to me because the night before he was like i'm done with this i'm tired of being with bitches that's always yelling and fighting and scrapping and doing all this and then the very next day after you done seen, after uh, uh, unfortunately, after you've seen Anais's for JJ, not nah, you know what that might have been why he wanted to work it out. He's, <laughs> he he saw the crossroads and was like, you know what, I got a good thing over here. Right. Let me go work that out. Like, right. Anais pulled them drawers off, and he was like, oh, this is the abyss. I got to go. Right. He probably he probably Anais pulled off her drawers. And he probably had the Dumas face. Listen. She pulled them panties to the side, and he was like, "Well, right. it's been nice knowing you, bitch." Right? He like he he uh he turned into that Homer Simpson Jew and just moved. right <laughs> and just moved like, into the wall. Right. Right. So he was like, "You know what? I'm actually gonna go work things out with my girlfriend. You have a nice night." Right. But then he set up there and got in that bed and lied. Right. Uh, or you know, I mean, he kind of lied by omission, but I feel like there was something that he said that was a specific lie. Either way, he wasn't one hundred percent truthful with her, which we'll find out more about later in the episode. Um, so what was ne- so then they uh 
it's the last it's their last day there, right? Uh-huh. They had the whole meeting, you had to put it together and stuff. Yeah, they had this whole meeting and <laughs> Safari. Safari is a messy bitch that lives for drama. He really is. He really is. Like he's like, oh, I don't mind saying messy stuff to get the shit popped off, and then I'm gonna go fade in the background. Right, that's he, what Safari does. Right, he was on his Quincy Jones. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a messy bitch? <laughs> and you know what? To, the thing about Quincy Jones, before we get off off topic too much, the thing about Quincy Jones' messiness is he too old to even live for drama. He just don't give a fuck. Right, that nigga's right. decrepit. He don't give a fuck. Right, he can't even live for the drama because he might not live to see it. Right, he he might not he might not be with us the next day. That nigga might be six feet under after he done shifted wigs and shit. Anyway, right. So they sit there and they start talking, and that's when we find out about Jacques and Anais being in the room. And then Anais comes in, and Anais is a fucking lunatic. Like I don't know what is wrong with her. They started charging her up again about not helping and trying to be on vacation. And she get mad and she walk off and I was happy for that. Right. Uh, and then uh, Bree shows up and Mariah Lynn shows up and then they start arguing. But then somehow, again, that writer, that new writer, <laughs> you know, he wrote in some lines for Mariah Lynn not to be a complete buzzard. <laughs> right. She's. I mean, she's still a buzzard, but not a complete buzzard. Not this time. Right. I, I right. To, right. I have to be honest. She was not a complete buzzard this time. And they squashed their beef and and to the point where Mariah Lynn was like, if Bianca is mad at me about it, then she's just going to have to be mad at me about it. But I'm tired of having beef with you for no real reason. I mean, you know, I mean let's, about grandmothers and it was all it was all over the place. Everybody had to get up like Juju got up. Right. Yandy got up. But we know Yandy ain't going to do shit. Right. 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 And when Juju got up, everybody was like, OK, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because, of, before we even get to that, like you said, so far as far as like, I'm tired of this. He got up and grand. Oh, I forgot about it. Yeah. He ran off and Jacque like, walked off. The shit. Like, what? Hey, you started the shit as usual with your right. messy ass. Right. Grandstanding ass. But anyway. But you could I, tell that was just that was for the cameras because he didn't right. even sound believable. I'm right. sick of this. I'm tired of this. Right. I'm leaving. Anything. Like, you know who he sounded like? He sounded like um Ruby Rod from Fifth Element. <laughs> Every five minutes is the bomb or something. I'm sick of this. I'm leaving. <laughs> and it's like, and, shut your dumb ass up. Right. But anyway, like I you know what? And like the, like cause Mariah started by saying like she was like, um, they were because I think Bree had started explaining like the situation with Cayenne or whatever. And then like Mariah Lynn was like my grandmother and your grandmother are in the same situation, and they wouldn't want us to be out here like this. And then Bree took that as like she was insulting. Her, right. her as soon as she hear grandmother, she go and Ju- she, she want to go and, Super Saiyan. And Juju and Rihanna was like, "Girl," and even Jonathan was like, "Girl, she not talking like disrespecting your grandmother. She just right. saying that they both they both in similar situations wouldn't approve of their granddaughters out here wilding and acting the fucking right. Like, like she's trying to have some common ground with your dumb ass so that y'all can work it out. Right, because both of y'all birds and really don't need to be pecking each other over this shit to be perfectly right. one hundred. Because I mean, this is the whole thing. Like Bree and Bianca got beef, and we have established that more than likely what Bree what Bree is saying about Bianca is probably true. That Bianca was also saying this shit with her man. That's more than likely probably true because Bianca don't even try to deny. It. She just try to whoop Bree ass. Right. So, so that's probably actual and factual. So that beef is pretty valid. But Mariah. 
and Dream Doll really don't have shit to do with this. They just in it because Dream Doll is like, well, if y'all try to jump Breed, then I'm going to jump in. And Mariah's like, well, if y'all try to jump Mariah, I mean, if y'all try to jump Bianca, then I'm going to jump in. And it's like, girl, both of y'all need to sit y'all asses down. And you know what this is? This that this that young people loyalty bullshit. I got to be loyal to my friend no matter what. And now y'all all out here looking the fuck stupid. It, listen, and never mind, because I'm it, it's it's a new year. I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm not gonna be straight. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. because we done spent way more time on this than I thought we would. Right. So Safari runs back to New York and is messy again. And the way that they shot it, they made it seem like Rich was mad at Jacques about NIEs, but then he gets up and hugs him. And I was like, gross. <laughs> right. Like, okay, you're not mad about it. You're done with her. Okay. But you don't have to celebrate him taking down, like, right? Allegedly, fucking allegedly. the woman you were just, like, the woman that you were just dating and was going to move she, into your place. You about not being divorced. Right. The circumstances of her marriage. I, the whole thing was just weird and dumb. Speaking of speaking of rich, his goddamn mama read his ass. Yes, God, his mama read his ass down to the motherfucking center of the earth. His mama read the insulin out his ass. She did. <laughs> she she was like, I don't believe you, Richard. She used his government. I don't believe you, Richard. You this is what wild. you always do. But le- but more important, what I want to understand about that scene is why does his mother look younger than he does? Yo. I looked at that and I because I had to I had to really pay attention because I was waiting for the caption to come up to say who it was. I figured it was his mom, but I was like, there's no way that can be his mama because he looked older than her. <laughs> that that's that karma from him being a piece of shit all these years. And then that thing popped up Rich's mom, and I was like, Shit, his mama looked like his sister. Listen, his younger sister. Right. I was like, what kind of Backwards ass voodoo spell is this? Right, that, I'm telling you that all the years of him being a piece of shit, that's his karma. Because his mama like I guess so. Is that the is that the consequences for being a part of Creep Squad? I listen. I, well, I mean, because all them niggas ugly. So I mean, I mean, Safari the only one that looked decent, but yeah, know. but Safari got, got so. his own issues. So, you know, I mean, but we know Snoop can be pretty. Right, like, she's not ugly the way she is, but right. we know that she can doll herself up if she wants to and be even more fire. But right. It ain't no hope for DJ Self. Right. It ain't no hope for Jaquay. Jaquay look like a fucking Velociraptor. <laughs> and DJ Self, DJ Self look like a depressed honey bun. DJ, mm. DJ Self look like DJ Self look like you know where you can get like that one real big ass like six foot gummy bear. Yeah, that's what DJ Self look like. Anyway, we off topic yet again. So hey, that whole thing that. happened, right? Rich mama read him for filth about the way he be treating women. Right. Um, and about and, his health. And about his health. And uh, and then we end with Remy having a conversation with Mariah Lynn. And they kind of alluded to it earlier because Remy was talking about, you know, Remy was like, oh, I, I've signed to a, a major deal now. Um, I got Columbia behind me, which mm, mm. I don't know. Just knowing, learning more and more about the behind the scenes of what Remy got going on, it just makes it feel sadder. Right. I, and and it saddens me because I want Remy to win. Right. I was just about to say that, but it's like, damn it, Remy. But knowing you got... Uh, anyway, so she sits down with Mariah Lynn and they start talking and Mar- I mean, she kind of gave Mariah Lynn her props about squashing the beef with Bree, but then told her flat out, she was like, bitch, you need, I need consistent good behavior. 
Right. AKA, right. I'm not doing no song with you. Like she was like, I can't, I can't go to my record label and ask them to clear a song with you because they all they gonna the first thing that's gonna come out their mouth is, ain't that the girl that's always fighting? Exactly. And I said, well, damn, Remy, Remy, Remy ain't told no damn lie because we even we've said that. Mm-hmm. Like when when Remy agreed to do it, I was like, why would you agree to do a song with Mariah Lynn? Now, granted, ninety percent of the reason why I asked that question is because it's Mariah Lynn, and I'm like, I don't know where the talent is, but also because look at her reputation right like that one episode she had like two fights right in one episode and was then throwing, and throwing remy out like like a credit and it's like sis first of right. all i got remy in the bag and now you're looking real dumb because remy's like nah bitch you ain't got me right i don't know what you got right if you syphilis if you, or something but you ain't got me right if you continue on this good behavior then you got me but it is conditional listen remy put her ass on a white woman action plan Right, listen. That is how that is how you hold white women feminism TM to the fire. Yep. See, love that's on the action plan. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not gonna get what you want if you ain't acting right. How about that? Right. Remember, was like you got to do more than put on your pink pussy hat. Mm. And that was really it. We'll see what happens next week. But like I said, we squeezed a lot more out of it. I think it was just because there was a lot that happened in St. Martin. Yeah, but overall, it was still kind of dry because nobody was throwing hands. You know, Bianca yeah. tried to throw throw a table. I mean, not Bianca. Bree tried to throw a table that was three times as big as hers. She looked stupid. Right. And she oh wait, I, we forgot about um. Out no, I was Jacque trying to get uh Cayenne back and goddamn. She didn't have time. Creep, creep, creep squad. Tm more. Right. And they these niggas, <laughs> Snoop, DJ Self, and Safari, following Jacque around hey, the park. And Rich, following Jacque around the park while he trying to talk to Cayenne. And Cayenne, she was like, I don't want to hear the shit. After he told her that he saw Anaïe showed him her beef skirt. She was like, you got me looking to fuck stupid. Do you understand? That like, I'm about to fight a whole bitch. And every, well, I'm, that wasn't for him. But, right. you know, you got me out here looking stupid. Like, no. Nah. Right. Nah. And then she saw, she saw them and was like, oh, so you really think this is a game? You think huh? it's a game? You think it's a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, because Jacquay was like, oh, you know, when, when it's the right thing, you got to check. Shut up. You look dumb. You sound dumb. Right. It was that much right. But my, but again, that's my thing because shit, not the day before, whenever y'all was in, you was done. You were done with her. Right. Like, I don't know what Anais's pussy looked like. I don't know if she ripped back her panties and that shit looked like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Whatever she did to your ass in that room <laughs> that made you be like, you know what? <laughs> I got to work this out. Right. But you wasn't talking about that before when y'all was on the beach. You was right. done. You right. left her ass there to deal with all that shit. Right. She, must got she was wilding, but. Right. She must got Medusa down there or something. Cause, I don't know. Because I ain't never seen a nigga that turned off after being. Anyway, so that was Love and Hip Hop. I mean, like I said, we squeezed a lot more out of it, but um, Love and Hip Hop Miami. Okay, I know where I want to begin. I, I know exactly where I want to begin. I am goddamn disgusted that Bobby Light, who gets on my nerves, gets on all of our nerves, especially for his antics the first couple of episodes dealing with Trina. But nigga, but nigga, I am goddamn disgusted that Bobby was out here begging. Listen, let me, let me tell y'all something. I understand that domestic violence is wrong, and I am not saying that Bobby was right for hitting Jeffrey. I am not saying that at all. Saying that at all. However, the fact that Jeffrey 
is out here acting like he not whole ass cheating on this nigga unapologetically at that and acting like the victim and acting like he justified in cheating on and hurting this man. I, what? Huh? What? Boy, boy, fuck you. What? Like he, he's like, I, I, it can never be. He like, it can never, I can never be with you again, Bobby. And I don't want you. And you crossed the ultimate line. Disrespect. Like, nigga, you was cheating on this nigga. Like, what? What? So what? let me let me interject. I agree that there's a level of disgusting to that. However, um, I'm, <clears throat> how can I say this without sounding like a piece of shit? My damn self. <laughs> um, I'll go full Jeffrey Curtis. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not going full Jeffrey. I will say I know what I know what manipulation looks like and I know what taking advantage of a situation looks like. And when I saw that and the way that Jeffrey was acting, like if I believed that the way he was acting was 100% because Bobby slapped him and embarrassed him, then I would be like, "Okay, I mean, you milking it, but he did put his hands on you." Like, and that is embarrassing as fuck. Like I I can't say that I wouldn't center the conversation on that too. Like you embarrass me in front of people. Um, but when I look at that and when I hear that and when I see look at that whole thing, what I see is You think he manipulated Bobby? He manipulated that situation and used that as an out because he didn't want to be with Bobby. Right. And so you don't you right. already don't want to be with Bobby. Right. And then Malik comes back and now you got you a chocolate teddy bear that is ready to come out of the closet and whatever. And you know, be a open get whatever. <laughs> and and instead of how you felt about Malik, instead of just coming out and saying, "Bobby, I mean, I appreciate what we had. Um, I'm not gonna do this with you no more." And I would suggest that you get a little bit more sun here in Miami because you should not be that pale. <laughs> I know, right? Instead of just coming out and saying, "Okay, I don't want to be with you no more." He used that that situation to his advantage. Now you've hit me. Now I have a valid reason not to be with you versus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So because I don't want to be with you and I want to get out of this situation, I'm going to ham it up. I'm going to play victim. I'm going to make you feel even worse about what you did because I'm not trying to be with you. I want to get out of this. Right. That was what I saw. I, I could I, mm. I, I could agree with that. I could, I could, like Basically, like he gaslit Bobby, essentially. Yeah. It was like you, you know what I mean? Because I feel like if Bobby had not invited him there to talk, they never would have talked. He would have been like, "This shit over. It's over." Yeah. He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oblige you, and I'm gonna come talk to you, and we're not gonna acknowledge what I did. We're gonna acknowledge what you did, right? Because, because you're and the I, one I, that I, fucked up. Because I want out of this relationship, and if we make it about me, I look like the asshole for breaking up with you, right? Because, and I think that's why. I, well, I mean, more or less, like, we know that he was cheating on him, and, like, I think that's kind of why I'm more uh, empathetic to Bobby, because that is kind of shitty, like, because he basically gave the same excuse, like, like you said, like, when niggas just don't want to be with somebody anymore, like, they make all the excuses in the world, like, either they leave or, or they cheat, because he gave classic nigga excuses that niggas, straight, straight niggas use, what, like, when they cheat. Oh, we not, you don't spend enough time with me. Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, right. blah, blah. But you hit me, so I'm out. Exactly. And it's exactly. like, now, at the same time, we can't, with, with clear conscience, say that Jeffrey is wrong. But not wrong. Not for that. Like, yeah, like I, I said, if it, was, if it was truly you hit me, and I'm never going to let nobody put their hands on me, so I'm out. If it was solely that, we could not say he was wrong, even if he was cheating. 
But again, when I to me, the way the situation looked and the way he played into Malik so quickly, I was like, he didn't want to be with Bobby. He never right. wanted to be with Bobby. Not from what I could tell. Yeah, I I, I, I can rock with that. I, I can rock with that. It's like it's one of those situations where it's like two wrongs don't make a right. Right. But then, but you see kind of like how Jeffrey played because he did. You, he basically, like you said, he manipulated the situation because, like you said, he. Even even when Bob they had that sit down and Bobby tried to talk about what and, and even Bobby admitted like okay I was wrong for hitting you but like you also have been doing some creepy and shady shit Jeffrey flipped that shit all the way around and like you said continued to focus on Bobby instead mm-hmm. of like like I'm not whole ass out here cheating on yeah, you yeah I'm not taking re- no because I don't want to feel bad about this breakup and if I take responsibility for anything then I look like the asshole right. And how did the situation? How did the scene end? Bobby on his knees, and not in a good way. He crying to the Lord or whatever. Right. And Jeffrey is off. Tra la 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 la. He's skipping like motherfucking Goldilocks. Right. I ain't even gonna say that. Not only did he finesse him way his way out of that situation, but he put all of the emo- he did that emotional transference shit. He put all of it on Bobby, and he left with it free and clear. Right. 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 Like I, I said. I ain't gonna I, lie, I, I felt a little bit for Bobby. I was I, like, God damn. I, the only, I mean, I, you know, I was neutral on the whole thing because it was like Bobby was wrong, but at the same time, like I said, I know manipulation when I see it. Yeah. And like I said, he he used that situation to his advantage. He flipped that situation to his advantage to get what he wanted that he was too chicken shit to just do. Yeah. And like I, like I said, like I'm, like I felt for Bobby, but like. Like I say, I'm not saying him putting his hands on Jeffrey was wasn't wrong because it was. I just, you know, Jeffrey up here acting like he whole whole ass ain't cheating on this man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a thing where it was where it's like that was wrong as fuck. But then when you see somebody that was doing something wrong too, not taking responsibility for it, it fucks yeah. with you. I get what you're saying, but yeah. like I said, yeah. that was a nigga up here in a goddamn fedora. With, <laughs> Yeah, that whole thing. I was like, and then so Malik came out to uh, what's his name, Prince. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, and Prince said it in his confessional. He was like, I mean, I already knew. We have been saying that since the premiere. I'm sorry. I'm like, and I'm not one of those gays that's like everybody gay or look at him. You know, he got a, a little bit too much of flick of the wrist, so he must be down. But it was very, very, very evident in Malik, like. Yeah. I had no doubts at all. Right. So right. it's like, okay. I mean, kudos to you for walking in your truth, but you don't, you know what? I take that back. You only get half, you only get 50% kudos from me because I'm not going to sit here and act like the catalyst of you doing all this is because you want your ex back when you knew he had a boyfriend and you pursued him anyway. You trash. Yeah, I was going to say the, the, the circumstances, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you were trash. You trash for that. Yeah, it, like he, I mean, I get it because Jeffrey is cute, but you still trash. He, he, he. I, I would say this: he, he is handsome, but the way he dressed, like, like if Don, like if <laughs> he dressed like Donnell Jones' cousin that didn't make it. Yeah, I mean, you can't have everything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's true. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I having everything. I like, hold on, before you, I like, I, I like, like you said, Prince's reaction was like, "Uh, so and nigga, you still my nigga?" Like. <laughs> Right. I mean, to be honest, Prince. Anyway, I don't need to. Do <laughs> the internet has done that enough. I don't need to do that. Just, you know what I will say? I will say kudos to him for being cool. He was like, it's not going to fuck with our friendship. It's not going to fuck with our business. Like, 
congratulations, I guess, my nigga. Right. He no, was like, no, basically, no. he was like, just don't bring the fucking drama. Right. Like, you can be out and suck whoever dick you want to, but don't bring all that drama in our business. Right. And that's real. So I have a question and I want to, I, I know that there's no real answer to it, but I want to ask it anyway. And that question is, why is Veronica Vega so fucking whack? Niggas, that like she is whack as fuck. That is one whack motherfucker, and also that motherfucker loves saying nigga. Yeah, I you I know Candy said that a lot. I don't when she didn't say it during the episode, did she? No, she hadn't said it on episode. Thank you. I know Candace was saying it. She had a song where she was saying it like every third word, and then on social media because I retweeted something from oh. Ramblings um account today and she was on Instagram hashtagging all types of niggas um, and this was like recent I want to say like a couple of days ago oh okay so can we pull your Afro Latina card bitch because uh, mm, from right. what I can tell you a whole white woman right she did a white woman or a white Latina but you know them well white I mean white Latina but yeah you, you, you might as well say because they, they unlike Afro Latinas they pretty much completely assimilate to their whiteness so you know all I'm saying is I ain't I ain't seen you be down with no nigga causes for you to be having nigga on your mouth all the time. Right. And then right. you whack as fuck. You don't look like you have any discernible talent from what I can tell. Right. Your hair boo-boo. But, you know. Right. So, she... Um, so, JoJo... Listen, let me tell you something about JoJo. JoJo, and we said this last week, I... We, I can appreciate someone that's messy... And well, stands also, up in their mess. <laughs> listen, let me tell JoJo's you something. JoJo's like, yeah, I said it. Because let me tell you something. You can say a lot of things about JoJo in this situation, but JoJo's standing up in her mess. Uh, Veronica and her other, that other damn girl. With them turquoise-ass eyebrows. Look, Are you stupid, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a fucking reject Sailor Scout. Get the fuck out of here with them turquoise eyebrows. <laughs> A sailor Scott that flunked her uh sailor power test. Right. She because them them some mess them some mess of Sailor Comet. Sailor <laughs> <laughs> Drip. Oh right. They 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 some mess of helpers, but they they mess it. They I'm working on being a better person, Jeremy. Don't. You know, and I just but my thing with that really too is I don't understand Veronica's reasoning for being messy in that whole situation with Amada because you don't even want young Hollywood. What was the fucking point? Is that that's the whole thing? I mean, I know it would like, be different if you actually wanted the nigga and or you was getting some quality dick out of it or at least a track. You ain't getting shit out of it. You just being messy towards Amada for no reason. And like Candace said, Amada can be whiny, yes, but yeah. you still going behind her back talking talking cash shit about right. the situation, <laughs> and we see the woman dealing with the shit. Oh, push push forward right quick. I forgot this in my notes, and I just, but I just wanted to say d- doubling back real quick, and then we'll continue with this. Uh, Jeffrey's friends, uh, they the real MVP. So they told that nigga, uh, they, they oh, yeah. pulled, Jeffrey's friend was like, "Oh, you trash." <laughs> Jeffrey's friends were like, "Uh, like we sorry you got hit, and but, we hope it don't leave a mark. I mean, you a little bit darker, so it probably won't, but you still trash." Right, right. So that's that. Listen, you need friends to, that let you know, like, hey, we love you, but you being trash right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. His grandma was the same way. Mm-hmm. Yep. His but grandma anyway. was real sweet. But anyway, so yeah, I'm just like. But yeah, that's the other thing, cause like, and I, and again, it took Young Hollywood like five fucking episodes and Juju getting in his ass. Let me. Know. 
thing. When I tell you Juju, Juju read his ass like fucking Charles Dickens. I was like, I'm here for it. You're right. But him and Amara, he genuinely finally apologized to Amara. But like you said, like it didn't make any sense because you didn't want young Hollywood. Right. So it's like, so what's the point of you acting the way that you acting? And so that you look at it and it's like, so the whole thing, y'all trying to go to bat for a modern everything. The whole thing looked to me, it looked fake. Right. Because now. And like we said, and we said like Amara on Amara's end, she get, you know, sometimes you do have to pick your battles and, you know, sometimes as a time. And she, um, I mean, you can tell that she's still learning. Right. When and where to be assertive. Yeah. Like, right. right. Just like y'all said. Yeah, but, the spirit of discernment, you know, and just like, oh, so you, oh, so y'all some, y'all bitches move funny, so let me just move out my right. way. And that's you the know, thing, I, y'all I, supposed I, to be my I, friends, and y'all are the ones who decided to stick up for me. I didn't ask y'all to do that. Right, right, because they, that's, because, and that's the other thing, like, they, because they, and they got, they gaslight the fuck out of Mar because just, just like Young Hollywood was doing before you apologize, they get gaslight tomorrow saying, well, it's no big deal and y'all, you know, you making it blowing out proportion, but it's like, okay, but you bitches was the one that went the bat for me and saying how trash this nigga was, then mm-hmm. turn around and being in cahoots with the nigga, so am I really taking it that much out of proportion? You know what I, I liken it to? It's it's kind of one of those things where it's like if something racist happens to you and you tell some of your friends and some of your friends be like, I mean, that happens to all of us. It's not that big of a deal. Like, think about like when racist stories come out and we on Twitter, and we outrage. I always wonder who did they tell in their personal circle that was like, it's not that big of a deal. Don't make a big fuss. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's always that. It's like this is a conversation. This is a bigger conversation than just the three of y'all. But right. you're trying to downplay it because I don't know you're tired of it or you wish you hadn't volunteered. I don't know what I don't know, but they both whack whatever the turquoise bitch name is. Veronica, wait, uh, whatever you whack to. Um, let me tell you something again. Jojo is messy, but she stand up in her mess. Jojo she stood like, up in her mess and she said, Let me tell you something. She <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. She said, Bitch, I am a millionaire, it <laughs> would cost me money to slap the dog shit out of your ass. Listen, you, there's no way you could come back from that. No, there's no way. She was like, you are a broke bitch from the projects. You live in the projects now. Hey, JoJo was like, look, bitch, I will get an overdraft on my account if I slap your broke ass. Listen, she was like, I will have, I will call my lawyers right now and get them prepared for some shit just so I can put hands on your ass. And then not only that, that was the most complete drink throw I think I've seen in the last couple of years on these shows. Like she threw that whole drink in her face. The whole drink. The she only one that's the, the only one that's better is when well it wasn't a drink, but when Shay threw the ice cream cone. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna talk about actual drinks though, because you know yeah. they always throwing drinks. When yeah. I tell you uh, she had a full face of liquid. All of it. Like, that was a hell of a throw. Right. Like and Veronica I, and my thing is I, you know what I appreciated Jojo in that moment because Veronica Vega is one of them people that's like, Well, I'm from the hood and you not, so you automatically gonna be scared of me. And it's like that's the thing, y'all. Y'all feel y'all y'all have to understand that some of these rich kids and some of these uh suburban kids, they may not be hood, but they crazy. But they with the shits. They with the shits. Listen, like don't not, think that just because you're from the hood that you can't get your ass beat. You know how I know that uh that, that JoJo was with the shit. Jojo dad is a fucking drug lord. Girl, are you stupid? <laughs> that that too. But you know how I know JoJo with the shits? 
is because the whole conversation, JoJo didn't raise her voice not once. Nope. She was calmly. Not only did she not raise her voice, she did not back down on nothing. She she didn't back, she didn't double talk. She didn't try to start explaining nothing away. She was like, "What is it, bitch? What 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 are we gonna do?" She was like, "Is because you sitting here trying to tell me that I move funny, but you move funny." Right. So if anything is Spider Man pointing at Spider Man, the thing right. Is, this Spider Man owns that he's that she's Spider Man. Right. The problem, the the thing about it is, you the nineteen sixty Spider Man, and I'm the twenty eighteen Spider Man. Right. So what is we gonna do? Right. So I'm I'm about to I'm about to be up here fighting Thanos in in right. Because I'm about that action, bitch. Do you understand? I have a high powered suit. Right. Like you 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 still up here in that old ass leotard. So I mean, what is we saying? What is we doing? What what is truth? But yes, you jo- Jojo, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely with the shit, and I can appreciate that. Right. I, I appreciate somebody that's with the shits and lets us know that hey, I'm with the shits. I like Jojo. Right. She's like, don't get it twisted just because my my clothing is expensive and I'm rich and my mama and my rich daddy is here. I will still beat your ass up in here. Right, something something that you can't relate to, peasant. <laughs> right, right. So hey, she, she affected the Colorado peasant. <laughs> she did. So speaking of peasants, little Scrappy is in Miami. Listen, and steel and medium shirts. Still in medium, I don't know, scrappy. Just me. So one of the first things he does when he gets to Miami or he's settled in Miami is he meets up with Shay. And I'm just like, what is the reason? Why? Before you go, because we have to do this because it's customary. Shay's wig is trash. Shay wig always trash. That's why we have to say it every episode. (laughs) Like Shay wigs look like she cook them in the microwave. Right. And you know, like those like those dollar um. Shit, what are the things called? Those like you know those um like those noodles, like shit. What what do they? Damn, the ramen noodles. Yeah, the, the ramen noodles. Like you get in the pack, like and they got different varieties. Like they got the shrimp, the yeah, shrimp chicken. Yeah, it's like if she, if she wanted that shit up in the microwave, it would be her weed. Yeah, <clears throat> shea wigs look like she make them out of like paper mache from old overdue bills. It's <laughs> <laughs> <These are> awful. <laughs> Curtis, I can't stand you. I swear. Them wigs are terrible. I just mm. they, they are like if you made them from like like thread and like like old um like old iTunes bills, it would be a weird. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, um, so Scrappy, so Scrappy roll up on Shay and he start gaslight. Speaking of gaslight, he gaslit the fuck out of Shay. He did. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, how would you feel if I was dating somebody?" He was like, "I wouldn't be cool with that at all." And I'm like, "Nigga," and I'm like, "But you, but you cool with all the shit that you did to a propose to a whole ass other woman on the reunion and bitch one ain't shit for showing." <laughs> right, and then not only that, but <clears throat> we know that this is in the not too distant past. You married now, right? To another woman, right? Right. You you in Miami trying to find uh Bambi adult teeth. Talking about, oh, I, you know, we can just be friends. You don't need to be friends with that woman after everything you done put her ass through. Right. Shit. You probably the reason why she still can't get her damn wigs together. Right. Talking about you amazing and you beautiful and 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 you always was down for me. But I'm like, okay, if you was if she, yeah, she was down for you, unfortunately, with her dumb ass, but look at the shit you put her through. Like right. Nigga. right. Like she better than me, because I'm like, I'm not even sitting down with a nigga. Right. Anyway, so right. Scrappy is in Miami. It's probably gonna be a segue to him joining the cast next season. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably this season. Right. This it, season, it just gonna be. Uh, he moved to Miami mid last season of Atlanta. 
Right. I'm just saying, like, it probably won't be official till either later in the season or next season. It probably yeah. won't be official till next season. Like, well, he he'll be part of the the actual lineup. Yeah. Probably. Um. What else? You asked me about Malik. Um. It's interesting seeing this storyline, but I'm not moved. Like, I'm not trying to discount anybody's coming out or anything, but it's not anything that we haven't seen before. So, yeah, I, I would say. Because you using chasing after your ex who already had a boyfriend, you using that as the catalyst for you coming out the closet, and that's trash to me. That that is one that is one emotional ass nigga. He emotional because he been sucking dick behind closed doors for so long. Well, you know, well, yeah, that is true. That that is also true. Uh, I think the only thing else I got is the whole trick daddy uh, nigga situation. Nigga. I don't understand Trick Daddy at all. Trick Daddy, just, like you mad that she don't want to be with you. You mad that she, you mad that she. He just mad. He just <laughs> mad. I mean, and I get it because if I woke up looking like discarded chocolate ice cream, I would be mad too. <laughs> but also, got gotta admit, gotta admit, because I say this every episode when we bring when we talk about Trick Daddy, gotta admit, ain't seen that many cases for him lately. Like that first oh, yeah. episode. Oh, you know them them capes was gone. Get caught up in in the trash when, uh, especially when he started exhibiting trash behavior. Like you know, we only gonna cape for somebody if they're a good person. Right, right, right. I mean, shouldn't be no. Even though, even though we knew Trick Daddy was trash from the beginning. I mean, um, I mean, but you know, it wasn't on the show yet. So right. I mean, even though we literally have proof, but you know what? Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. talked about that on that episode that you were here. So I mean, we we said all we had to say about that. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. So, but anyway, you know, like, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, you asked her to make a decision and let you know, and she did, and then you got mad, and it's like, and then you got mad at Trina, and then you mad at Trina. What you mad at Trina for? Like, I mean, nigga. Trina may have overstepped her boundaries a little bit, but at the same time, I kind of understood where she was coming from. Trina was like, it's been four motherfucking years of this shit. Oh. Like Trina's like, look, you my friend. God bless her. I don't know why, but you know what the fuck ever. You, oh. you my, you my friend in making money. Well, fair, fair, fair. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they really are friends. I just find it hard that you could truly be friends with somebody that married your cousin and treated her like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and we know Trina is very, very, very business minded. So that also see that being a friendship of convenience. Because she's really doing him a charity with this whole Trick Dad and Trina album. Cause... Right. Now, I mean, Trina ain't just popping on the charts or anything, but she but definitely I, she I, I, could definitely release a, a solo album. It's something that some you, it's something that you have said before. We we know Trina's name and speak Trina's name. We know Trick Daddy's name, but we don't speak his name. Right. Like so. that TNT album is definitely more of a a benefit to Trick Daddy than it is to Trina. Exactly. The um, only thing I can say with that is if they manage to recapture some of their old chemistry then it will be a little bit more beneficial to Trina. But outside right. of that. So so I got this in my notes and I <laughs> Trick Daddy looks like an angry blood vessel. And I'm just like a clogged blood vessel. I mean, hey, hey, hey. This 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 jokes flavor jokes for all. Free for all jokes. Trick Daddy can go. He can go. Yeah, he can go. Like he is trash and I just honestly you I want better for Joy because it's like yeah, that's why I was glad when she was like, I want out. I was like, good. Right. right. I mean, you beautiful. You still young. 
you know, Joy can't be, but in her late thirties, she got to be around the same age as Trina, right? So maybe, like, maybe forty, forty, uh, early forty, maybe. young, beautiful. Like first of, all, I mean, Trina's cousins doing her makeup, so you know she got connections, right? Doing hair and shit, like you don't need to trick daddy ain't doing shit for nobody, right? Least of all you, you've been on your own for four years anyway, right? Four whole ass years, like no. <clears throat> So like that's, that's what I want a better for. I want a better for Joe because it's like trick daddy ugly. His thoughts ugly. His thoughts on love. Right. He's just ugly, ugly on the inside and out. And that right. Right. you know, it's one thing to be ugly on the outside because you can't really do nothing about that. But when you ugly on the inside too, right? He look like an unpaved. He look like an unpaved road. He look like he look like when you leave a receipt in the car in the sun and it start turning black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, that was pretty much it. That last scene with Shay and them weird looking girls yelling in the parking lot. No. I was like, I just we'll have to wait till Chinese. I don't know what that was going. I don't know what was going on. So we have to wait till next week to see what that was about. Right. I think it's because I think it's because Scrappy trying to trying to trying to freak on freak on them and Shay for whatever reason is gonna take offense to that and it's like but girl this nigga ain't your man so it's like what, I, well, what? you know that's Shay favorite thing to be well, for a nigga that ain't hers well mm, I, okay so, oh, so who do that more her or nasal e i don't know if, i would say Shay because nasal e more uh lifts herself up when she ain't got nothing to lift herself up with than cape for niggas Shay, that's all like that's her claim to fame every show she been on <laughs> And she been on three. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's true because I mean, all of Nasal E's have been on one show, and Shay's been on three different ones. So yeah, she yeah. been on three different shows doing the same thing. Yeah, Nasal E only been doing it, doing it on one show. So right. yeah, like I said, yeah. she got a whole host of other problems too. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. that was Love and Hip Hop Miami. We'll see what happens. Um, so where are we going next? We got Married to Medicine, um, up Hip Hop, or Loving? I mean, a uh, little. I say Little Women Atlanta because that was that's I have the least amount of notes for that. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, same same. Um, nothing really happened that much on Little Women Atlanta. Um, except for I, I I got a couple of notes. Um, I will say that I think uh Devon and Tanya are the most attractive couple on that show. Um, so I'm gonna be honest. This ain't gonna end well. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be honest. They are indeed little women, and so it's very difficult for me to in to uh, to to really know if they're attractive because it just. I'm picking up what you put. Now. They're little women, you know what I mean. Yeah. It just I don't know. It just Tanya look good in her confessional. This episode. I mean, Tanya's pretty. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, but you, I don't, I don't know. And it's probably not politically correct. I don't know. It's just like, they're li- I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm it's hard for me. It's cause, you know, it's like they little women and I know they grown, but it just doesn't, it don't feel right to be like, yeah, she fine as shit. It's like, she ain't three feet tall though. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It don't feel right. I, <laughs> I mean, does anybody else feel that way? Is it just me? I, oh, it, just listen, don't, it, it don't feel right. Listen, right? Listen, ha, listen, right into the Crown of College Park. Uh, the, the yeah, like okay. tweet the show, tweet the show. No, it just don't feel right to me. Tweet the show, tweet, tweet the show, and Curtis, let him, let him know. Like, is it wrong? Like, like we, look, we are going to start a dialogue. 
So it's like I acknowledge that they are grown women. They out here fucking and having babies and doing everything, but it just I don't know, it don't feel right. <laughs> it don't feel right to me. The concern of your fuck. <laughs> it don't feel right. And then I look and then <clears throat> and then they have like they have full size boyfriends, and then Andrea boyfriend is not only full size, but he a big boy too. And I'm just like, it just don't feel right. And like when like I'm trying to remember the episode I saw last season when they were getting into an argument and Nico like grabbed Tanya to take her out of the restaurant, but he was holding her like a baby. And I was like, this don't feel, it don't feel right. It don't feel right. I know she's little, but he was holding her like a baby. And I just, I don't know y'all. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Y'all. I mean, drag me if you must, but it just don't feel right. I know they grown and they out here shit. They getting more dick than I am, but it just, I don't know. I don't know. But Tanya is very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya's very Tanya's very pretty. <clears throat> sometimes she's my favorite. But sometimes she starts getting on my goddamn nerves with all that foolishness. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm picking up which one now. But speaking of, speaking of speaking of Andrea, no, no, no. Let's <laughs> save that for last. Oh, okay, okay. Because she... let's save that for last because that's a little bit of a drag. So, um, shout out to Minnie. I hope she can get her heart issue together. Indeed, indeed. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Indeed. Them radio niggas at the beginning of the episode where her money was at the red, they was doing a lot. Like they were hanging from they were hanging from mini clip like a goddamn swing at, at the playground. I was like, damn. Yeah, like they were putting on like a motherfucker. They were putting on. I'm like, damn. I mean, I've I've watched a couple of seasons of this. Mini ain't that great. No shade. She ain't that great. She a liar. <laughs> well, like, <clears throat> you know, but I was like, okay, whatever. Um I do have a question about Miss Juicy, and I would like to know why Miss Juicy hair always looked like she just got it cut by some kindergartners. <laughs> like for for you to gas yourself up the way that you do, and Miss Juicy baby, and all that shit that you stole from Lil Wayne. Uh, mm. I'm like, why your hair ain't never right? Like your uh, signature hair is to have a bold color. Okay, great, but it looks fucked up. <laughs> uh, she look. <laughs> Her damn juicy hair always looked like she got it done by 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 some niggas that just learned how to cut hair. Yeah, like, I just she juicy uh, hair always looked like it's done by the chick from Holiday Heart who had the bike. I can't remember her name. Right. Her hair always looking like an edible arrangement. No, a no. Edible, edible arrangements look nice. Uh, a basket of just like like an old ass basket of fruit, like the fruit done, like like somebody that left a basket of fruit and like didn't, yeah, they didn't the care for it, and didn't eat it, right? The shit done I'm got rotten. I mean, but her hair literally looked like you know, like those little bitty scissors that little kids have, right? That's what it looks like they used to cut it. I'm like, why your hair always look like this? Anyway, so now it's blue and it look raggedy and look like you got split ends, and it's just like okay. Um, so the other thing, so now we can you know, get you to know what juice of hair look like. You know what Juicy Hair looks like? Juicy Hair looks like the the. Remember how fucked up Cersei Hair was when she did her Walk of Shame? Oh yeah, when she when they cut her hair. Uh huh. That's what fuck. Yes, that's what Juicy Hair reminds me. Yeah, of. you know what Juicy Hair do look like every woman when she do her own self, uh, her own big chop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In, in every movie and every TV show, when they do yeah. their own big chop, that's what Juicy Hair, and it's grown just a little bit. Right. I just, you right. know, like I said, for somebody that gassed themselves up so hard and so high 
I would just expect your hair to look a little bit better. Right. I mean, not all the time. You know, you ain't always got to be on, but right. I ain't never seen Juicy's not. hair look good. I've never seen her hair look good. I had a little. Her, she she got the um she got the the eldest, but yet the she got the eldest, most heinous um deaconess uh member haircut. Yeah, she definitely got deaconess. I don't give a fuck haircut. Exactly. There you go. So, Andrea, <sighs> or, or rather, um, shit. What's the other uh, sister name? Amanda. Yeah. So the last episode, they were out in the forest or whatever the fuck, and Amanda's. Full size big boy boyfriend Jordan proposed to her. Yeah, Jordan looked like three of her, and it just makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) But whatever, you know, love is love, whatever. (laughs) Um, and so he he told Minnie, and Minnie went with him to pick out the ring because it don't look like she, it don't sound like she actually did much. But no, honestly, because I went back and watched the. I went not only did I go back and watch the last episode, but I watched the episode prior before they went on the trip. Many, it, she really didn't do shit. Jordan just, it was just one of those things where they just. It uh, was he just needed a woman's opinion to make sure the ring he was picking wasn't ugly, right? And he wanted to tell somebody, right? But and then we but know he was the, he was very adamant that he did not want Andrea to know, right? And then many because he told many not to tell anybody, but then she fucked that up and told I. Who was it that she told? Uh, Sam, I think. Yeah, she told Sam. Sam didn't tell nobody else, and Minnie didn't tell nobody else. But still, but and I mean, Jordan was mad at Minnie for that. But you know, they squashed it. Whatever, whatever. But that was Minnie being Minnie. Minnie trash. Like we're not gonna, we're right. not gonna act like she not. Right, she there, been trash. There, there you go. But anyway, so so Andrea, child. who was Amanda's twin sister, right? Twin sister in little womenish, little womanhood, whatever. And she is mad as fuck. She is mad because she felt like, allegedly, she feels like she should have been part of the engagement. And so she's mad that she wasn't. However, in watching the episode, we discover she's not mad at Jordan, the one who actually proposed to her sister and bought the ring. She's mad at Minnie for not telling her or whatever. She even went so far as to say if Minnie was a good friend, she would have convinced Jordan to, get to include her in it and everything. And so, the no, no, no. That was later when she started being oh. petty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she was sitting down with, I forget who she was sitting with, and she was like, if she was a, you know, she was a good friend, she would have convinced him to include me. And he didn't even I tell, he didn't even tell our parents and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it, it was, was just like, yeah. And it was like, okay. And Amanda just sitting there looking at her like, girl, what? No, 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 because Amanda was talking to somebody else, I think. Oh, yeah, that was before they went back to the house, yeah. I forget. Yeah, no, 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 that was before they went back to the house. Like, it was uh, Andrea and somebody else, and they were out somewhere, like, sitting on a, on a a at a restaurant balcony. Yeah. And she was like, oh. And so then <clears throat> that that piggybacked into the thing that we see on Twitter all the time, where it's like something happens, and then everybody who don't like that person, they come out the woodwork. And they got all these grievances. So then all of a sudden it went from many should have told him and and she's the reason why I wasn't included in the engagement to she's not a good godmother. She don't care about whatever the child's name is. And I don't mean I don't not to say anything against the child, but I'm like, I've watched enough seasons of these shows to be like, you don't really too much care about these kids. But, you know, whatever they go back, to, they go back to the house and and Amanda asked her specifically. Let it go. 
I'm engaged. I'm happy. Everybody knows now. Let it go for me. And Andrea's like, okay. Mm. And that lasted right. all of a day. She probably. said, okay, but she was like, mm. she didn't mean that shit. Which Isn't we knew she didn't mean it. You could tell by her face. Right. Because, but, but again, <clears throat> my whole thing with that, <clears throat> damn, this damn cough. My whole thing with that is Andrea, to a certain extent, has a right to be upset, but you mad at the wrong people. You mad at the wrong person. Because, like, I mean, I, I legitimately understand, like, if that's your sister, you would want to be. I part. mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not heavy into family, but I can see. I mean, I didn't realize that being an actual, actually being a part of the engagement was such a, a big deal. So I kind of get it. But again, you're mad at the wrong person. Yeah, that's all. The only I'm person saying. who had any control over that engagement was Jordan. Right. You ain't, like got no, you ain't got no smoke for Jordan because you know your sister slapped the shit out of your ass. Or rather, she won't slap the shit out of you. She'll just stop talking to your ass. Right. So you taking it out on Minnie. Cause so you taking like, it out on Minnie. Like that's because I was, well, a couple of things. Um, I, I will say this because, and this is not to get too far on a tangent. Um, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not gonna say that. But anyway, oh, um, I ain't gonna say that. Um, I like I said, I understand like I'm, I'm Andrea being disappointed, like she wasn't included because I'm I, I'm not gonna say um. I'm kind of like neutral on family. Like I love some of them niggas, but I don't love all them niggas. If you get what I'm saying, so like I get it to a degree. Like I understand her feeling away, but why? Minute, minute. Like if you feel away at anybody, like you said, you should feel away at Jordan because Jordan right. is the one that he didn't tell you this, obviously. But he, I mean, he told about us like I wanted this to be something on my own. Like I didn't want to tell Andrea, right? I, I didn't want to tell. He said it specifically. I didn't want to tell Andrea because I felt like she was going to tell it. And knowing Andrea, she, she was going to spoil the surprise. And she probably would have. Exactly. But and again, you know. ain't got no smoke for him. Right. But that's why I said, it was like, you already had, because the way Andrea acting, she acting like, um, she act like Jordan went to Minnie and Minnie told him not to tell anybody else. Right. And that when ain't, that, how, that ain't how it went down. Like you sit up here, you turning up for no damn reason. Right, when that's not the case, like Minnie just happened to be there, and she right. told, and Jordan told her not to tell nobody. And I mean, she already broke that here. Yeah, she told right. Sam, "Thank well, God, Sam I was telling about it." Foolish on Jordan's part because uh, shit, Minnie would have been the last motherfucker I would have told. Uh, hello, <laughs> hello. But I mean, you know, hey, nobody else knew other than other than him, Minnie and Sam, and so it went off without a hitch, and your sister is happy, she in love and all this stuff. Right, she love her ring, she love her right. man, she happy, everybody happy for her, and you sitting here mad because you weren't included. And it's like, okay, but at the end of the day, you're not the one getting engaged. Like, and my thing is, I get it to a, to a certain extent, but then at the same time, you gotta look at the bright side. It's like, now you have a whole wedding you can help your sister plan. There you go. So are you really going to be here and you're going to be stuck on being mad that you weren't part of the engagement or are you going to be a part of the real celebration that is the actual wedding? Like, you got to pick your battle, sis. Right. And so <clears throat> then they go to this wine, this winery. Was it a, I don't know, was it a vineyard too? Yeah. Whatever. Some kind of wine experience. And they fake wine drinking asses was all looking dumb. Because <laughs> they were sampling, they were sampling like real wine and I and you heard them, I like sweet wine, like Kool-Aid sweet. Like, okay. All right. Like, 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 I know I'm not a wine connoisseur, and I like wine, 
to be a little bit sweeter. So I'm not going to go to no wine tasting because I know it's going to be nasty. But anyway, you know, uh, many planned the outing. And then they get all the way through it. And then Andrea just can't help herself no more. And she's talking about the wedding. Right. This is my thing. This is my thing. Like, it wasn't because she was like, many just keeps throwing it up my face. And I'm like, girl, everybody talking. Everybody about was talking. It's like she she's sitting there triggered because people talking about her sister getting engaged. And it's like, if you had just gotten engaged, everybody would be talking about it too. Like, like what are you doing? <laughs> like, so they out there and she just start going off on Minnie. And basically, she chose being petty towards Minnie over her sister's feelings because she started saying that Minnie didn't do a good job of helping Jordan pick out the ring. And if she had gone, then her sister would have a much better ring. And when she went and helped, uh, when she helped pick out money's engagement ring, it was much better. And she a fake ass friend because she didn't pick out a good ring. And and Minnie told her, like, girl, I didn't pick out the damn thing. Right. Minnie's like, I didn't pick it out. I just was I was there. And I basically that's like I said earlier. Minnie was there and probably just told him, okay, that's not ugly. More or less. And she'll probably like it. More, more pretty much pretty damn much you can tell mini is not like she didn't go there with like a book and like all the descriptions on the different cuts of diamonds and bands and like she was she was just there for shit for more support more or less <laughs> and so the drone was up to shin bricks when he got that right and so then amanda is like okay but i love my ring i love my man that's it and Andrea would not let it go no I would have picked out a much better ring and she a fake ass bitch because she picked you out an ugly ring and everybody well not everybody but money little Minnie is like but your sister likes her ring what is the issue right and so they just keep going back and forth and so Minnie finally walks away and And my whole time looking at this I'm like Andrea ain't you pregnant like what you doing right and so they were like you need to turn down sis because you pregnant <clears throat> and I was like, everybody just kind of sat. There. I mean, they just kind of stood there because I guess you know when somebody get worked up, you don't want to. But I was like, I'd have been like, bitch, you wrong as fuck. Like right. that's like, are you even looking at your sister's face right now? Why you basically call? I don't think calling, she did. She didn't you, look at her sister not one time. You calling her ring ugly to her face? To her face because you mad at Minnie over nothing really. Over nothing, but but no, you mad at Minnie for a lot of reasons. And now they all starting to come out because, yeah, like I said, yeah. all of a sudden now Minnie is a because she said that too. Oh, and I should have never, I should have never made you my kid's godparent. I should have made money because you don't care about them. I don't give a fuck about you buying them clothes. Duh, 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 duh. And it's like, so it's like, oh, okay, you've been had this issue with Minnie, right? So you've been had an issue with Minnie. You've been taking the pump this whole time because they've fallen out with Minnie multiple times over the seasons. You yeah. had every opportunity to tell Minnie that she a shitty ass godmother, and you never did. Right. You waited till this ring shit popped up, and was like, "Oh, you pick you you a fake friend because you picked out my sister's ring and didn't include me." And by the way, you a bad godmother. Like, girl, bye. Right. So we'll right. see. What happens. I mean, that was pretty much it with loving. Love. I keep saying love. Little women, little women, Atlanta. Again, y'all tweet me y'all thoughts. I guess about it. I just feel uncomfortable looking at the little <laughs> women. In that capacity, and it may, you know, maybe that's just me. And I mean, I mean, I'm gay anyway. So it, at the end of the day, it truly don't matter. It's not like I'm looking at, looking at the M's because I'm trying to smash. But I can still admit when a woman is attractive, and I don't know, it just it don't feel right. Right. Beautiful uh, gowns, though. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> let the meat. Let the meat cake. 
Oh, I, I, so yeah, so growing up, yeah, no, 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 let's do marriage to medicine first. Yeah, marriage to medicine. That shouldn't, that shouldn't take too long. Okay, so not too much happened. I got a couple of notes. I did. They were still in, where were they? Um, they were still in. Yeah, I, I have, I do like the thought that Dr. Heavenly put into trying to find um, her husband's grave. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Dr. Heavenly is an amazing wife, she but just, she's a shitty everything else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, she is an amazing wife. Like, she definitely puts 3,000% into being a wife to her husband. And into her, and into her field. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're all good doctors. We know yeah. that. You know, that goes outside. As far as... Everything else. Everything else, it's like, are you... What is wrong with you? Like that was very nice to see that it yeah. was nice to see Dr. Jackie and Curtis try to make the best of a weird ass situation. Because yeah. I know Dr. Jackie was like, I mean, she said it too. She was like, "This has taken the power away from me. Like I was in control of when I could, when I saw him, how much time I spend with him, and now I don't have no choice." Right. And I was like, "Yeah, nobody thought about her feelings before they invited him." Yeah, that's. Yeah, like, and that's like, the thing. It's like I'm, I'm glad they're working it out. I am, and I'm like we said last week. It is good to see like a a a a black couple and a, like a black professional couple. You know, among these reality TV shows, kind of work it out and actually seeing them actually making steps to work it out. Like that is good, but at the same time, y'all forcing them to do it looks bad like not giving her that 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 space and that freedom like yes that's her husband but they on the outs like how do you know she want to see him how you know she want to be stuck in a room with him for however long this trip is yeah 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 but you know it's it's like i don't i I honestly don't think dr jackie is like adverse to it per se but it does but you can tell she's uncomfortable yeah she's trying to make the best of it yeah yeah. But she's uncomfortable because she it was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's anything shit. If you shit, you go to the chilies with your with your friends and then all of a sudden your ex pop up, you're gonna be like, uh um, you know, like, okay, I know I told y'all we was working on it, but I was just trying to get me I was just trying to get me some baby back ribs and kick it, yeah. and now y'all done made it awkward and put me in this position. Like I may not have wanted to see this motherfucker. So yeah. That was that. Um, I don't know why Toya is always picking at Dr. Jackie like they in middle school or something. Yo, Toya need to get her some dick. She right. I feel no, Toya needs like a month or three worth of dick. Like she need to be getting dick consistently for an extended period of time because All right. you know why are we here? Why are we here? I Toya annoyed me trying to make her that her sex life with Eugene like a competition with the other couples that you know they are <clears throat> they are all a little bit too comfortable discussing their sex lives with each other like you know? I get when you have friends we all have friends that we talk about sex with a little bit but yeah they take it to the extreme so so you, there's no boundaries or and it's like y'all are not young like I like I could get it if it was like girl my man finally you know Finally gave me an orgasm. Oh, girl, I get that. But the way that they do it is like, all right, now how did he? How how exactly did he lick your labia? And it's like, girl, what? This too right. much. It's too I, much. 
Like yeah. they obsessed with each other's sex lives. And right. then get mad if somebody don't want to tell all the details. But it's like y'all are all conservative anyway. Like y'all faking the funk like you're not, but you are. Right. They all right. Y'all all are somehow connected to a doctor. Like that's just y'all don't roll like that. Y'all want to convince us that you do, but it, that's why the shit don't it always blow up in your faces every damn time. Or less. Um, um but yeah, speaking of speaking I, that of was in my notes too. I was like, why I, oh, that's what I was. I was like, Lord, please let that tubby ass Eugene give this woman some dick. Yeah, you know what, Eugene is not fine, but he not ugly to me. He not ugly. He just he just porky. Yeah, I don't know. He just I don't know. He kind I don't know. He kind of looked bad by association. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Toya fine, but she's so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he just a little porky. Speaking of porky, so. At one point, they did like a little clinic, which I thought was real cool. It's like we all doctors, we're on vacation, but you know, we have an oath that we doctors no matter where we go. So they had a little clinic and they brought people in and were doing like checks and stuff. So Eugene checked his own blood, or they check his blood pressure, his blood pressure high. Then he's sitting there trying to check his own blood pressure. So they basically had to get on him about his blood pressure and doing something about it and getting on medicine. Like they were trying to get him to go to the hospital, like right then and there. Right. And uh, he was like, no. And then Dr. Jackie was like, yeah, doctors are always the worst patients. Right. Um, well, which I know, can see it. Yeah. And that's a, like, that's like typical with, I mean, you know, it's especially like black men, like we are like the worst at like, in general, like in taking care of ourselves and ignoring shit that we know we yeah. shouldn't. So it's like, I, you know, I was disappointed a little bit in Eugene, but it's like also like this is kind of a common thing among black men. And just, just a piece of like a PSA, like black man, black man, we got to take care of ourselves. Don't yeah, be out I, here. I feel like a lot of that is rooted in we don't like getting bad news, number one. And then we don't like getting bad health news because we feel like if we get told something is wrong, then it's automatically our, that's automatically our vitality is gone. Right. You know what I mean? And it takes convincing. Man. It takes convincing to be like, I mean, there's still something you can do about I mean, I'm a living witness, so I know <clears throat> that whole thing, but except that I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know if I would do that if I was a doctor, because I'd probably freak myself out. Yeah. But you know, so he, he made a pledge to do something about it, so hopefully he does. Right, which is good because probably probably also, you know, the stress of having to work so much. Right, to, to get out know. of all that damn debt. Right. And, and then you constantly it. got your wife hounding you about sex. Right. And telling, talking to everybody else about sex. And you like, oh, damn, shit, I got to drive eight hours to work. At another house. At another. Like, God damn, calm down. Right. So, so hopefully so, he can get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he can um, get it together. So. Quad. Quad, my quad. Let my. me tell you. That was probably at top ten instances of unbothered that I've ever seen in my life. Heavenly, like Doctor Heavenly was boo the fuck hooing, and <laughs> Paul was like, "I need a little S and P, sis. <laughs> need a little S and P." And they like, "Quad, are you that hungry?" Quad was, was like, "Check, please." Oh God, yeah. I was like, "Quad, waitress, some salt and pepper when you get a chance, <laughs> sweetie." And they like, Quad, we having an emotional moment. Quad was Quad was looking like Phaedra at that damn reunion. Like yes! Quad went full Phaedra. She was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't care. Look, she turned into that blinking white man. She was just like, I don't understand what 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 are we doing here? 
you know I, what that face told me? That face told me y'all know I don't fuck with her, so I don't know why y'all surprised. You, you know I, what? <laughs> I saw that, and I'm gonna be honest. I, I I can't say that I would not do something similar. <laughs> I you know I was finna say you know what? Depending, that's a mood. Depending, it was just like I mean I need salt and pepper, and I don't fuck with her. Like me asking for salt and pepper, y'all can continue y'all conversation. Right, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean it was insensitive, but it's yeah. quad. Yeah, and it's 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 Doctor Heavenly. I get it. Like if it's somebody right. that's been consistently showing their ass, I probably wouldn't give them too much either. Like, yeah, I okay. mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, this has been kind of a theme here on the show this this evening, where it's like gaslighting, because it's like, yes, was it insensitive of Quad to do that? Yes, but this is also Doctor Heavenly, who has been consistently insensitive to Quad and other members of the everybody. show. Everybody. Everybody, and I mean, remember, it wasn't just too long ago where Doctor Hevelin made that insensitive comment about Quad not being able to have kids, or right. so, I mean, or asking the question, right? So I mean, you don't have no kids with Doctor Greg, so it's like, right? So it's I like, get it to a point, yeah. But at the same time, you got it's like it's Doctor Heavenly, like right? It's like I'm not saying it's it's, it's it ain't right, but but I understand. <laughs> there you go, as Chris Rock used to say. There you go. There you go. It ain't right, but I understand. There you go. So, speaking of court, so so I kind of want to skip the whole sex therapist thing because that Uh thing got on. That that was, they could have kept that whole scene because that, I didn't see nothing Nothing be uh right. Other than, other than Damon shattering the glass, I really didn't like, they could have shattered the glass and and we know that Toya and Dr. Eugene finally got it on that night. Right. But other than that, like nobody nobody else got anything out of that. I right. will say that Dr. Greg's voice is very annoying. Uh, he Now, I will say I don't know if it was the Barbados light but he did not look as bad to me as he has in previous episodes. I <laughs> can see that. But his voice like that nigga voice remind me of something out of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I was just like, right. like his voice. Oh, please up, shut bro. the fuck up, you mousy bastard! God damn. <laughs> Yo, he sounds like um, he sounds like the um. Remember Tom and Jerry when um when Jerry had that that little cousin mouse? Mm, oh God, that's who he sounds like. It's like Doctor Doctor G, shut the fuck up. Touche, pussycat. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Again, you know, I feel like it's like, okay, bravo, y'all trying to to stuff they sex lives down our throats. And I get it to a certain degree because these are all older women. They're in their late 30s, 40s, maybe right. early 50s. And a lot of times society throws these women at these ages and older away. I get it. But we don't have to talk about their sex life every fucking episode. Right. Like, we don't care that much, bro. We don't care. The only one that I might be interested in is Cecil Sex. And that's it. And maybe, you know what? Cecil and Quad. Those are the only two yeah. whose sex I would be interested in. Yeah. Other than that, I don't care. That's yeah. it. I, you and know, I don't even mean Cecil sex with, with Dr. Simone or you know, uh, I, I, just I would, in general. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking of, I, I would be interested in Toya because I can't dismiss all that ass. I don't know. I'm on the fence about Toya. I feel like, you know, I, can, I feel like Toya as fine as Toya is, she will be annoying during sex. Yeah, because I can't tell. I can't tell if Toya is too much for Eugene, and she be like b- breaking shit out on him that he ain't ready for. 
And even <laughs> though he a stocky man, she throw it back, and he he like fly across the room. <laughs> Look, the, the power of the booty. I can't tell if it's that or if it's just like mechanical to the point where it's like, what's the point? You think like she like emotional. She, you know, like it's some people that are like so fine, but like they like they yeah, but, they, but they, they pillow princesses. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the fence. I can't tell because you know, obviously, let her tell it. She act like she swinging from chandeliers and shit, and Doctor Eugene be like, okay, girl, right, right. And then I, you know, it's like, well, you just like born missionary, and I like it from the back. And he looked at her like, okay, sis, right. <laughs> so I can't, I'm, I can't tell, but I mean, I guess at least she would look good. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up which foot now. I can see it. I can see it. So then we get to the end of the episode. Boat scene on the boat, and I mean, I maybe I missed something because I was like, "Why is Mariah turning up so so hard?" Look, you know, she couldn't wait to to go in on quad. You know, so okay. So first of all, Doctor Contessa. Honestly, I mean, you can feel how you want to feel about it, you know, people listening to watch the show or whatever. But I mean, she didn't lie. I mean, all to a to a certain degree, pretty much all of them women kind of have their moments where they act the same. I mean, yeah. she really I, didn't tell a it lie. It goes from person to person. Right. It's whose turn is it to act the fucking fool? Right. Whose turn is it to act the fool? Season that Some people have more turns than others. And there you go. Doctor Heavenly and Mariah. That's because speaking of like, I really don't. One, I don't understand. Well, okay, I understand why Mariah went at at Quad. Not saying I agree with it, but see where I'm going with it. Mariah turned turned up on Quad because she's Mariah and she's trash and has consistent trash. Like, first of all, why is this even something to argue about? But then the second thing is, I don't understand why Doctor Simone. Who just was at odds with, with Mariah decided that she needed to turn up and to and tag team and go and go in on it with uh with Quad because just a couple of episodes ago, so Doctor Simone herself was just telling Mariah like, "Look, bitch, you coming back here acting like shit is all sweet and saying that we need to forgive you and you not checking to see have we forgiven you for all the shit you did." So for right. Dr. Simone to just do a complete 180, because right. I guess she was she feeling away. Because I guess she was feeling away because Quad did that shit when Dr. Heavenly was pouring heart, which again we get, but also it's Dr. Heavenly, so it's like yeah. But right. it's, it's just, Dr. Heavenly and Quad. Right. But for you to but, we but give you so I, many chances and we baby you, and it was like And first of all, I'm trying to figure out uh since I'm like, when, because, because when it's time to turn up, y'all don't hold back on nobody. Right, and and damn sure not quite because let's let's let us not forget Mariah was the same motherfucker that spilled the tea and was throwing quad on the bus talking about how she got out of the strip club and then that she was homeless. So I'm trying to figure out like when the fuck have y'all been easy on quad? Like, have I did I miss something? Right, and to be honest, because quad is the youngest, you can see it in the group dynamic that a lot of times y'all act like y'all are the ones who treat her a different way because she's younger. And then for so for Dr. Simone to, to sit up there in Quad's face talking about, oh, you put yourself on a pedestal. And Quad was like, no, what are you talking about? Right. And I right. felt that because Quad is the type of person, Quad, like I, I see a lot of similarities in Quad and myself because a lot of times when it's some shit start popping off, we would rather remove ourselves than get into a bunch of shit. 
And I feel like it's it's actions like that. Now I'm not saying that Quad hasn't had her trash moments over the seasons. Right. They all have. But right. especially this season, Quad is like, I'm a disengage. <clears throat> and so now right. for you to be all up in her face, knowing that she dealing with shit, knowing how crazy Mariah has talked to her in the past, knowing and, and not to mention it's like <clears throat> talking about oh she gets a a free pass and it's like you just mad because you're trying to force forgiveness and it ain't as easy as you thought it was like don't put that on quad oh raggedy bitch exactly i was just like you doing a whole lot but that's that weirdo shit that's that right mm. i mean but we know mariah is a weirdo look at them contacts all right well that is actually because because here's my thing because that's how it popped off like mariah's like oh y'all not hard on everybody Let's talk about you, Quad. And I'm looking like, um, and I'm looking at it, but I'm like, y'all on a boat in Barbados. Like, why is this even the top of the conversation? Right. And then I mean, they start I'm to hollering, and all the men get quiet. And the only thing I could think of was that poor white man driving that boat. I know he didn't know what he was getting <laughs> himself into. He, he was like, "What are these?" I know he saw that camera. He probably thought it was a Lifetime show, like one of them lifestyle shows. Right. And then they got to yelling and screaming. He was like, "Oh God damn it!" Right. And I'm like, but yeah, that was some weirdo shit. It, it was, was weird, it was weird on shit on Mariah, and it was even more weird on shit on Doctor. Yeah, it was hella suspect on Doctor Simone. It was even. hella suspect on Doctor Simone. It's like you looking real funny in the light right now. I see why Cecil going to divorce your ass. Right, like even if you agreed, like girl, you you've done enough. You said enough. You need to be quiet. Right, right, exactly. Because you got your own shit to worry about. All right, so let's wrap it up because I feel like we probably going a little long. Yeah. Uh, growing up, hip hop Atlanta. Now, yeah. I will preface this. Blah, 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 blah. I will preface this part by saying, y'all, that this is the first episode of this I've ever seen. But you know, listening to Ratchet Ramblings and it's, I mean, to be honest, because I'm familiar with enough of the people on the show, watching that one episode, I I really don't feel like I missed a whole lot. So yeah, you can just jump right in. Yeah, so we just jump right in. So <clears throat> we're gonna save. Uh. JD, the Brett, and Bow Wow situation for last. Um, right. Um. So Ayana mm. talked all that shit, and then she's late to her photo shoot, and I'm just like, why? Mm. Right. Mm. Talk boss, boss moves, but then move like a rookie. Mm. Right. Talking mm. crazy to your girlfriend. Right. Talking crazy to your girlfriend about to commit goddamn murder on Peachtree. Right. Because you mad because you late. But the only person's problem or the only person's fault that you late is yours. Right, it, it 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 legit was nobody else's fault but yours that you were late and you mad at everybody but yourself. Right, because if you was really about your shit, you'd have been there an hour, hour and a half early. Right, you supposed to be a boss and this your brand. Y'all can't tell, but you late. So, um, then we get to Zanique and <clears throat> flat out Zanique was just wrong because she was ignoring Ayana text about the photo shoot. Yeah, she could have just told her I don't want to be a part of it, but she yeah. chose not to. She chose to be chicken shit. And ignore. Yeah, I will. I want to say this: her, her, uh, Nick and goddamn they. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> they got a nice ass apartment because I know exactly where they area at, where they living. That shit off to it, uh, off eighty five, like going to where the white folks live. They're going to like where the not the not completely the white folks, but like the the the, the gentrified the, area. Yeah, yeah, the, the affluent gentrified area. Mm-hmm. Like, like going to the damn new Falcon Stadium. That's a nice ass area. Yeah, I could tell you could tell that shit was new too. Mm-hmm. They just because I passed that shit up going to work sometimes. They just built those damn apartments. Yeah, so, so shout out to them, right? For that, even though they moving in and then Zanique going directly on tour, 
which right. this would have been probably the beginning of the Great Escape tour. Right. That she no. was on. Speaking of, they changed their name. Man. You know what? I'm not giving them no shine because <laughs> when you do clownery, when you do... <laughs> when you do motherfucking clownery, <laughs> and I think somebody was saying that they can't legally have the name because Candy not part of the group. Whatever the shit, it looks stupid. Right. They trying too hard to be hip and right. young, and right. it's like that's not the crowd that's patronizing y'all during right. this, during this um. Tour, so I don't know why y'all trying to make young people music. <clears throat> I don't know why y'all trying to change your name, put this dumbass three in it. Like, right? They don't change that name to a goddamn text signature, right? So, and but anyway, so anyway, um, so yeah, Zanique was chicken shit for that. Uh, the photo shoot that I Ayana had, I I thought, and you let me know your thoughts. I thought it. I know that her breast reduction surgery has been something that's been. Uh, a topic of conversation. I thought it was hella weird for her girlfriend to go to her dad and be like, "Yeah, what about her surgery? You know, um, I don't. She shouldn't have it. I don't want her to have it." And her dad being like, "Yeah, she shouldn't have it. I don't want nobody going under anesthesia." <clears throat> and it was just some real. And it was like, you know, she trying to get rid of what a whole lot of women trying to get. And I was like, "Y'all sound like some fucking cavemen." Yeah, like, I, it was no women. I, I can't think of any instance where a woman is like, I am going to have a breast reduction just for the hell of it. Like usually when it's when a woman is like, I need to have breast reduction surgery it's for to improve their quality of life because they in pain. They back hurt. The titties are too heavy. And right. I'm like, I don't understand why that's so difficult to understand. Like, yeah, I, I thought y'all, it was- y'all two creeps like titties so damn much. You don't want this girl to like. First of all, that's your daughter, right? But y'all like titties so much. Like that's such a weird mentality to me. Like y'all love titties so much, you don't want to see a woman get a breast. Re- and usually, when a woman has breast reduction surgery, her titties are fucking huge. So after she has it, her titties are still big. Yeah, that it was that that, that was, was weird, weird to me. It was hella yeah, weird. I, to I me. agree because I because at first it seemed like she was talking to her dad about like the like her being. Yeah, she was talking about it. something else. Like yeah, the, then it, it, she was talking about something else. Then it transitioned into that, and it was like, yeah. okay, this went from okay to weird. It but was, yeah, like because we we've seen that like on on social media, like uh, you know, forever. Like it's a woman to say, I'm getting. I want breast reduction, and then it'll be a bunch of niggas in her mentions like, Listen. oh, don't do this. Like, first of all, niggas, not your body. It's not your body. These are not even titties that you have ever seen and or you know what? ever and, seen. And, and in full disclosure, when I was, you know, a lot younger and dumber um, than I am now, I used to be that 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 dude because, I because you know, I, I admittedly, I am, you know, more of a breast man. But oh, I had Lord. to I had to grow and realize that one is not a, it's not about me. And then two, like, yeah, I may like titties, but you know, it's not my body. Like, I don't like just if you talk to any woman that has like large breasts or whatever, like they'll tell you, like, yeah, these these things nice to look at, and like I, you know, enjoy when men or or women, you know, you know, you know, when yeah, but they hell, but they hell, like they heavy, the you know, bras are expensive as fuck, cost an arm and a leg, like it's it's work dealing with these motherfuckers. So it's yeah. like I had to grow and learn, like I in that area, I really need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, See, and, I never really had that because I mean, aside yeah. from being. A homosexual. <laughs> um, I'll never forget the first time I had ever I was exposed to that was when Regine had that surgery on Living Single. Yeah, 
and I saw it early, and I was like, what's wrong with these dudes? They're like, you know, baby, don't get rid of the titties. And it's like, she's not fucking any of y'all. Why y'all being weird? Yeah. Like, she's listed all the reasons why she's having it. Her back hurt. They fucking with her quality. Like, her doctor literally told her, bitch, you will be paralyzed. Right. If you don't do something. These titties yeah. are too big for your frame. Right. You're going to tip over. And then they even made a, a real callous joke when she was talking to Khadija about it. Khadija was like, oh, I was built to handle these titties, which coincidentally, fast forward to the future, and then Queen Latifah had the same thing. Right. Um, Had her breast reduction surgery. So, yeah, I thought that, that scene was weird, and I feel like that's going to come up again later, and her girlfriend going to be real weird and be like, your daddy don't want you to have a titty surgery either. So right. why are you trying to go against everybody's wishes? Yeah, I can definitely see that. I, I I can definitely see her going full nigga about that shit. Yeah, that shit was weird. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um. So the clothes, mm. Ayana's clothing line, mm. and I feel like I have said something similar in the past about another show when I was on this show. You know what it was? It was Football Wives, which I'm uh, not. That's uh, not the actual go. name we of go. it. Yeah, but when work. somebody was having a fashion show, and I was like, "There are no fashions." Yeah. So when I, I was looking. No, it wasn't Nico. Um, no, it was somebody. Know. It was somebody else's wife. Um, it was the real skinny football player with the dreads' wife. Oh shit! 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 shit. Can't remember. Yeah. Oh, order. Um, but yeah. So I'm. I looked and I. I gave a. I gave both eyes. I didn't even half look. I looked very carefully at Ayana's fashions for her clothing line, and I. Again, I possess confusion <laughs> because to me, to me, and y'all might feel different. Y'all might have seen something that was fly, but I looked at that and I didn't see, I didn't see any, I didn't see any style or personality in those clothes. I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I saw a bunch of clothes from Goodwill for niggas. All I saw was a bunch of baggy ass flowing clothes that anybody could have put together. I mean, to be honest. Like, literally, anybody can put that, like, just buy some shirts and shit that's a size of two too big. Right, and I you saw. got the same thing. Like, I didn't see any actual, like Man. I said, I didn't see any brand. I didn't see any fashion. I didn't see any personality in those clothes. And I her saw. daddy was playing to the left at first, but. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw homosexual well. Not even that. It was just like, it was, to me, it looked like. You know what it looked like? It looked like bl- blavity black clothes. Br- uh, <laughs> it looked br- instead of brunch boots, it's brunch sweats. Right. It was brunch blouses and shit. Right. <laughs> that one shirt, and her daddy was like, "You can't even see her hands." Right. It was. It was. We we throwing hands at white people over Black Panther. Well. Right. So, but I was like, I mean, good luck, sis. Go off, I guess. Mm, right. Um. And so then later in the episode, Ayana. And Zanique invited Ayana to talk about it. And at first, Zanique was being a piece of shit and was lying, talking about she didn't get no phone call. Right. Like, you sat there ignoring that girl text messages, and now you're going to play dumb. Shout out to WeTV for rolling the receipts. Right. Rolling the beautiful bean footage. And uh, Ayana was like, I'll cuss your ass out right now because I know you're lying. Right. Not even if you didn't get a phone call, you knew about the shit. You've been knowing about the shit. You agreed to do it. You didn't want to do it talking about your brand and blah, 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 blah. You could have just told her that. But they worked it out. And, you know, you could tell that Ayana was still a little bit miffed after the fact. But she was like, I'm going to let this go because it ain't worth me having no beef. And it was successful, allegedly. allegedly. So, 
So, you know, there's no reason for me to sit here beefing with you about this. But, you know, you was close to catching these hands. All right. Uh, so, uh, so, okay. Yeah. So, let's talk about Johnny real quick. I have a question. Is is she well? <laughs> like, is everything okay at home? Because I'm like, you randomly on the pole. And then you went to Deb Atney house. And I swear to God. I had to keep looking up because every time Johnny Blaze started talking, I thought it was Anais. All right. All and right. I was like, what's wrong with this girl? Okay, so I so okay, so the thing because you this is your first time watching the show. So what it is is Johnny is a she is she's a, she's a stripper and, and she's, she's also an artist. I got right. that. And right. I got that she's teetering the line between the two. Because right. you know, for and whatever reason, things, and our thing on the show has been we don't understand. In our opinion, like we have been like, I why I put it like this: we I don't understand why. Well, I get maybe like it, maybe Deb Anders just don't want her to be on the pole. Or she think it's you know something wrong with stripping. But I'm I'm and you know we can you know have varying opinions. But I'm like, why not capitalize and like. Have have the stripper artist make stripper stripper club music. Yeah, I agree. However, I see the other side of it because once you are labeled as a stripper, most people will not see you as anything else. That's and true. So for Deb Atney, Deb, you yeah. can look at that and tell that Deb Atney has a bigger vision than just strip club bangers, yeah. but she can't sell that if you actively on the pole you know i mean look at cardi b cardi b ain't been on the pole in years and people still will try to use that to 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 bring her down well that, yeah well that is actually unfactual so yeah you know like i, I said i, I, I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with her stripping if she want to and i i mean to me i feel like that might be an untapped lane or a very shallow lane in that you active you're an active stripper making strip club hits right but the problem with that is you run the very real risk of that being the only thing you can be because nobody's going to let you not be a stripper ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, especially I think, if you were stripping while you were making music, they definitely not going to let you be anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, a, you know, and that I think I, I'll put it like this. I don't necessarily put it like that. I could, I, I could see the vision of Dale because I don't think Dale has like a problem with strippers or whatever, but, being that like she's like a talent manager and stuff, like she is seeing the bigger vision, but it's not like yeah. I mean I, because it's like, like Deb Adney is one woman and she can't fight that societal lens of yeah. how they look at strippers by herself. Right. So it's like right. you're not even an established artist. I can't fight that battle and get you where you need to be, unfortunately. Right. Or right. get you where I want you to be and where you, I guess, allegedly want to be. Right, because so, that is a societal thing. Was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a societal thing. It's like women love strippers until they're not in the strip club, and then it's like, how dare you not be in the strip club? Right, like because I'm a whole person, I right. can't strip twenty four seven. So what the fuck? Right. So that was what that was. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't know if she's well. I feel like Johnny Blaze got something going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see the next episode because she gonna t- t- and see what goes on between her and Bow Wow because it was a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get much out of it, so that'll be interesting. So we can wrap this up now and get to the yeah. event of 
the of Bow Wow. And so let me say this, and I feel like Candace may have said this already, but it bears repeating. Fuck this show <laughs> and fuck the brat for making me have to defend motherfucking Bow Wow and be on Bow Wow's side. Like you don't that it is supreme bullshit <laughs> to have to defend Bow Wow in twenty fucking eighteen. She said that last week. <laughs> I was trying to remember if she said that, but I, when I was watching the show, that just I was like, I am sitting here making notes defending Bow Wow Shad Moss. <laughs> like that's how you know we in the last of our damn days. <laughs> right, get your house in order. Get your house in fucking order. Because we, we are on this podcast about to defend Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. wow. The same Bow Wow who is getting who gets dragged by the internet on a regular basis for trying to stunt. The right. same Bow Wow who tried to stunt and act like he elevated Erica Mena to something better. The, the same, same Bow Wow. The same Bow Wow. Who? What was the other thing he did that we dragged him for? When he uh, when he said that him and Snoop was gonna turn out Melania. Uh, what? Yeah, nigga, listen, that that was, wasn't even what I was. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that was a thing that happened, and all of us were, that we was mad at him for that because it's like, nigga, we don't fuck with these niggas, but you also can't say no stupid shit like that. It's just, I mean, that just sounds stupid. Um, right. No, it was something that he said, and it was around the time when uh, he, said he was biracial. Something about that, like he. And then the other time, he, <laughs> when he said he was he, in first class, but he really wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten dragged about that multiple times, but I feel like it was something that he said around the time when he was on that CSI. Um, CSI, what was it? CSI, um, CSI, Hollywood? no, 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 no. CSI, it was like CSI social media, cyber. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was something that he said around that time because we were dragging him. And then the lady on that show, I forget which one she was, she said something stupid. So we started dragging her and we started dragging him for trying to use that as justification for whatever he said. Anyway, this is the same Bow Wow. And now I'm about to defend him. So, yeah, because. Ooh, so go ahead go ahead um we didn't get much jd on this episode so i'll reserve whatever for the next episode with him the brat the brat need to get some the business because <laughs> um <laughs> show title <laughs> <laughs> she started the show off just doing the fucking most the she call him JD. I mean, call you know what Debrat looked like? Or she remind me of you know, like when you uh at home with your siblings and one of your siblings is wilding and they won't listen. So you call your mama and be like, Mama, now I done told Jarius not to be doing this and he's still doing it. That was the brat going to JD, like, and he he done released his stuff on social media. He ain't even let us hear it. And I was like, the brat, I said, I said, Brat, I said. Sis, you you owe millions of dollars, not one or two or three, not uh, not one, not not hundreds, not thousands, not hundreds of thousands. You owe millions of dollars. If anything, yo Oshkosh Bigosh looking ass need to be in the motherfucking studio trying to make a hit of your own. <laughs> I'm saying you need to be in the studio with him, shit. I'm like, you sitting up here in your fucking Bob the Builder overalls and whatever the fuck else you wearing from the 90s 
Get your hair good. done up like you going to play at the playground. Worried about what Bow Wow doing. Like Bow Wow, not a grown ass man. Right, I was in the thirty. He in his thirties. Yeah, that with a whole ass child. Right, it's like why? And yo, you acting like this is the nineties, and he fourteen, and he can't make no decisions for himself. He being disrespectful. He not listening to his elders. The nigga is grown. He what? grown, and I'm sorry, but why the fuck would I listen to you? Uh, let's talk about it because the only thing that the Brett is doing right now is being on the Ricky Smiler Morning Show, and like you said, she owed millions, and she that, owed that girl millions of dollars. She fucked that girl up. Um, now I won't take Brett accomplishments away because I think she was the first female rapper to go platinum with an album. We do speak her name. We speak her name, and you had a bop when you decided to be film and did that song with Tyrese, dumbass. But you spent way more time in jail than you did out as an artist. Let's call a spade a spade. And you have not done anything since you've been out of jail that even sets a, 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 a that even sets like a an example for Bow Wow to follow. If you're right. gonna try to be his elder, right? You I'm like, why the fuck should I listen to you? You, you ain't in the studio. Listen. You ain't doing right. shit. Who's checking for you? Who's checking for the Brett in 2018? You right, ain't, I mean, you ain't I mean, featuring I mean, on nobody's songs. You ain't I mean, doing shit. Bitch, I mean, are you stupid? If we keeping it all the way 100, who checking for JD as a producer in 2018? I mean... I mean... Because there's, you know, stuff come out and JD be looking funny in the light. Mm-hmm. But even if that's the case, I'm just like I said, I'm going to save the JD thing for next week so we can see what he actually has to say when he shows his face. But Brad is... I mean, I'm like, you acting like a brat. You sitting up here tattletelling. Like, are you right. dumb? Just going full, just going extra because she not because Bow ain't doing what you what you want him to do. Right. Like, I'm like, I don't know if this I'm like, bitch, are your barrettes too tight? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, like you- for real, the brat is on there dressed like fucking Susie Carmichael acting a goddamn ass. <laughs> because right. Bow Wow, and I'm like, at least Bow Wow is doing something. And again, fuck you for making me defend him. <laughs> but but at least he's like doing things. Like that's what we that's what that's what the music industry is now. You create <coughs> excuse me, you create a record, you think it's hot, you release a snippet on on Instagram or something. Everybody does it. Escape did it before they put that raggedy ass, musty ass three in their name. Ariana Grande did it. Like it's tons of artists that tease their music online. And Bow Wow had a point when he said, That's all fine and dandy that y'all feel like y'all should hear it first. But I'm trying to let the people hear it because the people are the ones that are gonna buy it. Right. We are in the <laughs> we, are, we are in the age of hashtag content and streaming. So what right. better way would to be to get it out would be to let the people who are going to like you said buy and or stream the shit get it to them first and let them see what's shaking. Like what? Like this ain't the nineties, right? Especially with Bow Wow's reputation with music, right? Because Bow Wow ain't made no good music since what? Fresh as I'm is, mm, yeah, more or less. I ain't, I ain't never had no nigga that was shorter than me in the elevator trying to top on whatever that song was with Sierra. Like, let's not act like Bow Wow is is instant success, and let's not act like the Brat or JD is instant success. Because unless it's some real behind the scenes shit, we ain't really seen JD have nothing real successful in a while either. I mean, the last the last successful thing that I know JD for is being with Janet Jackson, and we see how that ended. Right. So <clears throat> the brat, you need to go have a seat, go get you a juice box. Matter of fact, go get you a pen and paper and get your ass in the studio. 
Right. Put the strap down and get in the studio. Listen, put the strap down, loosen up them barrettes, take them in living collage clothes off. <laughs> and get your dumb ass in the studio and make your own hits instead of trying to police what Bow Wow doing. I'm like, that's a grown man. A whole ass grown ass man, dog. Like, I really didn't like that shit when she was like, yeah, and I mean, JD is like a father figure to him, so he needs to listen to him. And it's like, that's not how that works. Like, this is a grown ass man. A grown man, but boy, this is a grown ass right. man. It's like just because you put JD on a pedestal, that don't mean everybody wants to. Because let's be absolutely clear, JD is nobody's role model. Listen, let's be clear. I'm like, I, I just don't get it. I'm like, and then to be honest, we can't even fault Bow Wow because he was ready. And then what did JD do? Jay, the, the you know it, the shit that the brat is mad at Bow Wow for doing, JD did it to Bow Wow. Right. So like, what? So what, what you what really you mad, mad about, about, sis? You mad that Bow Wow took the wrong lessons from JD? What you mad that, about? So is it Uchi Wally or one mic? Yes or no? It's no mics for her ass because she ain't in the fucking studio. <laughs> Shit, you know that shit really made me mad. I'm like, at the very least, if you're gonna try to lecture me about my career and my music and what I do when I release, at least have a hit. At least have something on Billboard. At least have some kind of business. The the business that you got is being on a radio show with Ricky Smiley and Portia, girl. And that, mm, and I'm I'm okay. I mean, I don't know nothing about Ricky Smiley's show. I just can't see the Brett having that much to say every day on the radio. Uh, trust me, it, it's like I told y'all in the chat. Like she, she started out as a guest, but then like in the in like the recent year, like she like a permanent co-host and shit. So it's like good, good, good the hell look, everybody. Well, I mean, everybody, every morning show has that lame, lame host. So I guess that fits for her. Well, I mean, with the, it's the Rick and Smiles morning show. I mean, the show itself is lame. I mean, well, look at the host. I mean, I'll 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 defer to you because I don't know about it. I don't know. I honestly don't know too much about Ricky Smiley. He, he's never really been that funny to me, so I've never invested in him. But <clears throat> I said all that to say the Brat Wilder, the Brat Wilder, and she really made us unleash the dragon on her ass and defend Bow and defend Bow Wow. <laughs> and then Bow Wow, Bow Wow went to that damn radio station. And he's on this TV show talking about he's single and ready to mingle with that fucked up ass hair. He didn't even get a haircut. And I'm just like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is why you can't even root for Bow Wow because he don't he don't do shit right. He don't root for himself. He don't love himself. <laughs> and then you said, I just, mm. the brat tried the fuck out of that. I'm like, you need to get you some goddamn business. She really did. It's like she, it's that thing where it's somebody that wants you to do what they want you to do, but what they want you to do ain't really in the best interest for you. Right. It's like she she's looking at Bow Wow and she still sees like 17-year-old Bow Wow. Now, granted, that's fair to a degree because he hasn't grown since then. Right. But just because you was you was in the goddamn clink for so long that you missed his whole growing up phase, that don't mean he has to stay in that bubble that you put him in, because that's honestly what it feels like. Right. It's she, like I don't, I can't see him as a grown man because I missed him growing up, and so now I'm sitting up here snitching on, snitching to JD because he, oh, he being a bad boy, he releasing his music 
without consulting us first. Girl, are you stupid? <laughs> just look and listen to that sentence you just said. I'm gonna tell JD he releasing his music without telling us. Without what? letting us listen to it first. What? When the hell when 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 was the last JD and the Brat record that was playing in the club and hot on 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 uh on the charts? I'll wait. Shit, what ninety six, whatever. <laughs> because if anything, y'all got an inflated ego about the shit, and it's like, yeah. I mean, let's be clear. The last Brett hit that I can think of, just off the top of my head, is probably. What do you like? That's the yeah. last song I can and, think of. And Bow Wow has had music more recent than that. So right. he had hits after that. Right, when he was an adult. Right, as crazy as it sounds, because you would not think that the Bow Wow of late. Had any hits ever in his life, but you know, life is a funny thing. Right, we can't rewrite history, you know. But for the like I said, for the Brett to get up there looking like fresh out of a fucking Baby Gap commercial. Yo, you know who I just who she reminded me of. Remember um the damn cartoon the uh, the show with the the girl in the in the big couch. The girl in the big couch. It was some shit. Hold on, I'm gonna look shit up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To be honest, the brat reminds me of every cartoon girl that Chris Summer has voiced. All right, all of them. All right, them damn barrettes in her hair and shit. I'm like, girl, you are forty. What are you doing? Like, if you don't take your ass to the and get some braids, or take your ass to the goddamn beauty shop, the big comfy couch. That's what the shit I was thinking of. Mm. That's what I, I was like. I said, I just want her to get some business. Get you some business. Get in the studio. Like if you want, like shit. Lead by example. You since you such a uh, an elder to be respected. Where your where your music at? Where your album at? Right, because you you need to respect the fact that you owe that woman millions. That's what you need to respect. Millions, shit. You lucky that you are free and able to do the things that you are doing. Right. That's no after what you did, because it ain't just that you owe that lady all that money. Like that lady is actually suffering. Like right. Like, that's why you owe so much money because that lady's suffering. She always gonna suffer for right. like the rest of her life, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Till you do right by me. Listen, Brad. Don't. That's the thing. I'm like the Brad. Like I said, we well, I don't, we don't really speak your name. We know of your name, but how we know that you ain't really, <clears throat> you ain't never really popped off like that. Who knows what the Brad's real name is? I, you know, we know Shad Moss. <laughs> We don't want to know Shad Moss. Right. We We don't honor him, but we know him. (laughs) Right, because we still call him Bow Wow, but still. Shit, y'all still call him Bow Wow. (laughs) Right. But who we don't we don't know we don't know you, sis. Right. You got too much fucking ego. Right. We know of you. We know of you. And like I said, that that's not to take away from the accomplishments that you had, but all of that was like what, pre two thousand two? Yeah, it's 2018, right? Like, ain't nobody gonna be listening to you for the sake of listening to you, especially with with the way the music industry is now, right? Like, shit, you, you kind of have to do it the way Bow Wow is doing it, right? Bow wow, if you're not an established artist that people are looking for, even if you are, are an older artist that has had past success, if you're not a uh, uh, constant presence. Basically, you're not like a Beyonce. You're not a Rihanna. You're not somebody that people are actively always looking forward to. You got to work that much harder, right? Bow Wow is actually being smart because he's adapting to the way the music. Right, he's adapting to the independent route. Right, 
Right. That's what you have to do a lot of times. Like even having a label against you. It's like if you don't if you don't give the label something big up front, you're gonna struggle. So that's why you see Cardi B everywhere because Cardi B gave the label something up front. She gave them a platinum hit, a top ten hit, a number one up front. So of course they're gonna put all of their energy and their backing into making sure that she's a success. Because she gave them something up front. Whereas most artists, especially like in these times, they don't pop like that, especially right. female rappers. Right. Because there's so many of y'all with that raggedy ass, there can only be one Highlander ass approach to women in rap. Anyway, we say all that to say, um, the brat is a weirdo. Go get you some business. Leave Bow Wow alone. And stop fucking snitching. Like, how stupid do you look to have been locked up all that time and now you're on reality TV snitching on Bow Wow about right. making his own music? Like, you just look the fuck stupid. Like, goddamn. Right. Like, mm. like so disappointing. But I mean, I don't know about disappointing because it's the Brad. I don't know what to expect from her. But it is dumb and it is aggravating. Because again, you done made me sit up here and rant for 15 minutes defending, defending <laughs> Bow Wow. Right. As a matter of fact, you deserve uh, truly trash of the week. Just yes. for that alone. Yes, we made us defend Bow Wow. You deserve the brand. You know what? No, she has to share the truly trash with Andrea from yeah. uh from yeah. Little Women. Yeah. Because for you to sit there and call your sister ring ugly just because you want to be shady towards Minnie to her you, face. To her face at that. Yeah. And so, you know, they the brat and uh Andrea. Andrea the truly trash of the week. Right. And I think that's all we have for Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, I think that's it for this week because we forgot about Black Ink, but mm, I mean, it's been oh, good. Shit, I forgot. No, Black Ink didn't come on this week. Oh, it did? I, I didn't see a new episode when I went on the uh, when I went on the website. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I mean, I mean, it's been giving us men anyway, so I mean, it's not like we miss much. So. Yeah, because they trying to make Caesar likable and they trying <laughs> to do too much with, uh, what's her name? With Sky... And yeah. yeah, I'm look. I'm on the site now. Yeah, the last new episode was on the 31st, so it wasn't a new episode this week. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, I know this has been a long, kind of a long show. Um, yeah, I we had too much to say, and yeah, we so had a little bit of dragging to do. Yeah, but so I hopefully, hopefully, I I upheld the mantle and fulfilled the shoes that Candace has left. Yeah, hopefully she don't text me and be like, "Nigga, this episode was truly trash." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, shit. We'll 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 see in the group chat, but um, uh, but yeah, that is this has been Ratchet Ramblings. Um, we have said a lot this um episode, but hopefully this will get you through your work week, and hopefully you mm-hmm. enjoyed our hot takes on on this reality yeah. TV, and yeah. you know, tweet show like we we like to engage with the fans and engage with y'all in this the, this theater. So you know, when we get it, because we yeah. sure didn't get it this week, right. Right, we we haven't had consistent theater since Black Ain't Chicago and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, but, I hope Atlanta yeah. comes back next. Yes, yes, it ooh, should. They, ooh, they run Sh- Black Ain't Chicago and Atlanta at the same time. Ooh, ooh. ooh, that's gonna be spicy. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, cause well, I mean, I think Black Black Ain't Chicago has been consistently good. Atlanta. Yeah, with the things that we know going on behind the scenes with, with yeah. uh, Black Ink Chicago crew. I feel like we're going to get at least at least half a good season. But they have so much shit going on on that show that I feel like we'll get another good season. With Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, who knows? 
Yeah, it's 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 a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Who knows? Because if we have to look forward to the whole Rashida and Kirk baby thing, that's gonna be dry. Yeah. Um, right. And then scrappy move. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll see. But yeah, that has been it. Um, don't forget to check out Gay Side Stories. Um, as always, I put the link in the description because Curtis is our third member. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll be back next week. And Curtis, go ahead and give the benediction and the lost commandment. Um, for this week, the lost commandment is thou shall not demand respect as an elder when thou ain't doing shit. And with that, we are out. We looking at you, Brad, whatever the fuck your real name is. I feel like her <laughs> name is like LaShawn or something. <laughs> we gonna look it up. I'm about to Google it. <laughs> oh. Peace out, y'all. Bye.